You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's in the other room doing projects. Uh, and it is a uh, Monday morning quarterback that is just everybody's going to Cardinal fan or non-Cardinal fan. You're going to sit back and go, what the hell just happened over there? Oh, Cardinal fans. Cardinal's going to Cardinal. I hate to keep saying that phrase, but. The whole time I'm watching that game, I had nothing to do yesterday. It was great. And watching football when your team's not on, you can flip around, you can do whatever. I watched a little of your Bears, Brett. That was a catastrophe. I don't know who can cheer for that. And, you know, flipping around, watching other games here and there. Watching Brady's Bungles. I don't know what to do there because I hate both teams so very much. that it, I, I find great joy when the teams I hate lose more than when my team wins. Like, I love... When the Ravens or Bungles lose, like that, that makes me happier than when the Steelers win. Uh, but I didn't know what to do yesterday. Ravens were playing the Bengals, and I'm looking at that crowd of fat Kentucky hillbillies just covered in spaghetti sauce and chili that they mashed together because they're hogs. And then they showed a meth head Bengals cheerleader. I text Brady, I'm like, oh my God. Nothing more. I, it looked like a meth head got a cheer outfit and ran out on the field. She shouldn't have been there. And uh, they did a close-up of her, and she's cheering. I'm like, she's got skull head. She's got... The starter must have left. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's a Cincinnati cheerleader. <laughs> the starter hadn't left. There's a reason the Steelers don't have cheerleaders. <laughs> Wouldn't be much different. That Pittsburgh look, not something you're going to... You're not diving into a deep pool of beauty over there in Pittsburgh. Uh, Cincinnati's no different, evidently, because their cheerleaders are hilariously ugly. Uh, so I'm sitting there watching Sad Bungle Fan, and I'm like, God, the Ravens win making Sad Bungle Fans. I'm kind of torn there. Then the Cardinals come on. Now you, uh, we had our FanDuel bets on Thursday. Yeah. We've all agreed that we're not going to be defeated by the Cardinals in betting, right? We're not going to do it. So we have to make it interesting by saying, okay, the Cardinals will lose, but by how many? We have to pick our own points. But every one of us was nine points. 
Brady goofed and got his pluses and minuses messed up and actually gave the Giants nine points and picked the Cardinals to win. And at halftime, we're all like, Brady might have just accidentally. It's pacing pretty well, Bob. Nailed this thing. But you could feel it the whole time. It reminded me of when the Bears played in the Denny Green game and uh, the Cardinals had him 20 nothing at half. And we had him. We, had, we let him off the hook. Remember that speech? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, was, that was the exact same game. You just felt it. Even though the Giants were horrible, something was going on where I'm like, I still don't trust this. I, I don't believe the Josh Dobbs-led Cardinals are going to continue this. And then it goes 20, 20 what was it, 28-7. You're right? like, eh, maybe they'll squeeze this one out. But I still think Giants, Giants, Giants are like, uh-oh. And then the Giants tried to screw it up when they got within... They were going to go within seven, and they were going to go for two. And luckily for the Cardinals, or for the Giants, I guess, the the Giants false start, so they have to kick the extra point and make it a seven-point game, and the next thing you know, touchdown, field goal, this one's... I I cannot... I hate... I I don't... I don't know what I'm... I I don't know how how to feel about the Cardinals. Here's what I thought last night after watching that. Uh, It was sort of expected... In a weird way that, okay, the Giants are supposed to beat them. So 31-8 to in the second half, no big deal. I watched the NFL Network at the uh, end of the night for highlights. You would think in any NFL game that that would be a huge story. Glossed over it like it was highlights of nothing. Eh, Cardinals lost a big lead today. That's pretty, pretty remarkable. Here come the Giants. It wasn't unexpected. It wasn't. It was surprising that they did it, but it wasn't surprising that it happened. On the national, there nobody's like, "What the hell just happened in Arizona?" You're looking at that team. You're like, "Yeah, of course they, of course they blew a twenty point lead." It was. What are you going to do? It was remarkably, bleh, which tells me that this franchise is just non fact. Like nobody cared. I was waiting for aren't going to be a threat the entire year. That's the whole. And thing. the fact of the matter is, any other team, for the most part. Drops a 20-point lead the way they did. 21. And the national media is kind of like, this is what happened. Like, there's got to be infighting. Was it? Nah. It's the Cardinals. Cardinals going to Cardinal. Everybody kind of knew it. Nobody made a big deal. It was so pathetic. So once again, and Toledo's team, I think, is the first one uh, in the room to get off the schneid, right? The Steelers might tonight, but his Seahawks beat the Lions. It was a good game. It was a good game. And uh, got out of that. So Cardinals losing was so weird to me because nobody in the, like the NBC before that, yesterday I was at the uh, Cubs-Diamondbacks game. So as the game was ending, uh, you know, people around us are getting alerts and stuff. And all you heard was, Cardinals blew it. <laughs> and nobody like nobody, nobody was like, oh, this is gone. how did they do that? Because I, I don't think there are any passionate Cardinal fans there. If they were passionate, they wouldn't have been at that game. At the Cubbies and uh, well, you're just seeing the final score. Oh wow, they kept they kept it tight, right? Oh yeah, oh no, yeah, it was real. They 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 played closer than they should have, but they let him off the hook. Crown him. So Cardinal fan, I can relate because yesterday was my second of three games in the weekend of watching the Cubbies throw their entire season away in September. Diamondbacks, and there's another thing that's going on. Everybody's lamenting the Cardinals' loss. You got a playoff team downtown. There were twenty six thousand people there, and it was all blue. The whole stadium was blue yesterday. Twenty six thousand people, and it was Cub fans. For a lot of, this is a, a lot playoff of blue team. Cardinal Stadium too. This is a playoff team. Oh yeah, the Giants blue was there too. Yeah, it's a car- yeah, but I understand that. Yeah, they're losers, and so it's the, fresh. It's new. Yeah. It's fresh. Road teams are going to show up because 
home teams are like, I'm not paying money to go watch this team get pounced on. Diamondbacks are a playoff team. Nobody's going. Not Nobody went. Sunday afternoon, I know it's football Sunday, but Sunday afternoon, 26,000 Cub fans showed up to watch the Diamondbacks sweep a playoff team. Right out of the playoffs, pretty much. So I know Cubs going to Cub. I know the feeling, Cardinal fans. Cardinals going to Cardinal. And boy, did they ever. Painful. And didn't have the decency to make one of our spreads viable. They oh, kept it too pricks. goddamn close because we all had them at nine points. Sons of bitches. I won three or four. Missed it by one. Been the parlay. Yeah. parlay. Latin for you're going to miss by one. And I had a, I had a, one of my buddies is a Cardinals fan. He's like, ah, Bears lost my... No kidding. It's the Bears. Yeah, what, yeah. What, you're not insulting me. Right. He goes, oh, I better watch it, man. And that, when they, that was the point. They were up 20 nothing, And I'm yeah. like, here we go. Cardinal fans get chirpy yeah. when they have a lead and your team loses. They start bashing on your team. Like, all right, we'll see if you can hang on to this. I'd wait till the end of the fourth quarter to start mouthing off, Cardinal fan, because you got a reputation, and you guys live right up to it. And sure enough, slinking out of the stadium after getting mouthed. Remember there were fights in the stands when the Bears were Cardinals oh, were going yeah. crazy, like starting to yell at them, you losers. And then the next thing, you know, it's like uh, their heads are down and they're slinking away. It's not good. It is not good. Again, I don't know why you're not uh, taking signs to those games that say, please sell the team. Bidwell is the loser. Like it, it, the the uh, angst needs to turn towards the Bidwell family and basically say, "Hey, the only commonality from the beginning to end of this franchise is the name Bidwell, and uh, it's known for failure. So it's your fault. Time to step away. So you better hope for the scandal, this phone thing, uh, Sean Coogler's sexual assault that may or may not have ever happened down in Mexico. You better hope for that to happen so the Bidwells are forced to sell. It's the only way this team ever stops this trend of misery." It's their fault, you know, when there's one name attached and the only thing that's happened the entire time is failure within a couple little spikes of non-failure. And you're like, "Mm, never really accomplished much. There's obviously someone to blame. All the other faces have changed multiple times. One remains the same and the results are always the same. So Cardinal fan, there you go. That's your Bill Bidwell, Michael Bidwell moment. Good luck. I'm a Cub fan. You're a Bears fan. You know what it's like. Oh, yeah. So that lady up in Chicago drops dead, and she evidently sucked the the. She grabbed Percy from Green Mile and just sucked the life of him. She's going to live forever. She is Green Mile. She's John Coffee up there. What is she like? One hundred and two, at least. She's it's ridiculous. Ninety six or ninety seven, I think. I think she. Yeah, no, she's, she's got to be over hundred. I think she's a century if she's anything. And you look at her, and she's like, "Geez, uh, she makes Biden look like a kid." She's twenty years older than him. Virginia. Poof. Yeah, and the Bears fans just sit back and go, I cannot wait until we have initials on our sleeves again. Because they, when she dies, <laughs> oh, she's 100. She's 100 yeah. years old. The, the, born in the day that there is a VM on your jerseys is the day the Bears have a chance because she won't die. Or maybe she has a birthday game coming up. 100 this year? <laughs> yeah, could maybe. be. Uh, who knows? But they, the, the Bears have got a, do they still have the GSH on their yeah. jerseys? They yeah. still wear the George Hallis. Yeah. Get that other arm going. Wasn't that George's wife or daughter or something? Daughter. Yeah. Daughter, yeah. I can't even keep track. They're so old. It's so odd to try to picture that there was a guy before her that was as old as she was. But when Virginia croaks, put those initials on their shirts and the Bears have a chance. Cardinal fans, you've got years and years before you get initials on your shirts. (laughs) They hung that weird bolo tie. Up at the stadium for uh, Bill Bidwell because when he They'll came here, in, in the uh, jerseys eventually. That kind of was the day I realized the Bidwells were jerks. 
when they showed up in Arizona and he started wearing those bolo ties. And I'm like, you're from St. Louis. Take that off. You look like an idiot, tourist. That's what people from Ohio do when they meet Gilbert Ortega. Oh, you got to put a ladder in your living room. <laughs> right. You got that weird ladder, a Coca Pelli, and you wear a bolo tie for like a week, and you're like, I look like a moron. Turquoise rings. Yeah, and, and you start to realize nobody else does that here except the tourists. There's no native person. Native, you know what I mean. The natives might wear it. I don't know. I don't hang around. But I'm just talking about the people who, you know, <laughs> citizens of Phoenix walking around in bolo ties, unless it's like a hilarious joke at El Chara. Or Jeffrey Phillips doing his commercials now. He's he's wearing those. Right. And I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah. That dude's ponytails and fist fights. I've seen him at Suns game. <laughs> he is nothing about the bolo tie life. He's total bro. <laughs> Jeffrey Phillips is your bro lawyer. I kind of like, you know, I look at him. He's always got front row, He's always, but he's wearing his Phillips thing. He's got a big ponytail, which you don't see in the commercials. He's a full-on bro. Turn around a bolo tie, I'm like... What are you trying to bag a native? Like you're going after one of the Indian girls. Gonna get me a squaw. I'm like, all right, all right, Phillips, <laughs> put that tie on your. It is complete assimilation and pandering. And when Bill strapped that thing on his neck, I'm like, you dumb tourist. You look like you just left Gilbert Ortega. He should have had a you know, rain stick, a dream catcher, a coca pelli, the ladder. He should have had all the things of people who just moved here from Michigan who think that's the, I'm just fitting in. Southwestern motif. None of us do it. It's still uh, an option at most home builders. Okay, you want the uh, yeah, you, you want Adobe the Saltillo towel with the the Vegas sticking out of the side, make it look like we made it out of clay. You want that? Well, we moved here from Michigan for a fresh start, so whatever the, whatever the others are doing, nobody here does that. Nobody has the ladder on their wall for more than like five months, and then they're like, "Why did we do the ladder on the wall?" Make the patio like engines were yeah. living there. They make them like that. <laughs> and do lots of turquoise in the kitchen. I like that color, turquoise. Make it speckly turquoise. I want wooden cabinets. I want a horse rearing up on its hind legs in the front yard. You know, you realize they're not going to fit in at all, right? No, we're going to, we're Southwestern. And that's when I saw Bidwell in that bowl of time. I'm like, no. We blend. Just, he's trying to blend in. And by doing so, he's standing out like a sore thumb. That big red nose of his and that bullet eye. I'm like, he's an El Charo regular. Should have never gotten rid of the ascot that he was wearing. No, bow ties. That's what you were. You were the bow tie guy, you little nerd. And now his son is uh, just out. So it's Bidwells. It's all day long with the Bidwells. What are you going to do? Football. And my Steelers could crap the bed tonight, but I'm aware of it. They're turning the barrel. Huh? Yeah, could be. Yeah, the way we're going in this room, it's not so great. But Monday night, Browns. The past tells me Brown's going to Brown, so we'll see if that keeps up. We'll see. My team's in transition. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they in are. In Pittsburgh, yet. right? Yeah. I don't know what they are. I don't know who they are. We'll see. We're going to find out. They're a they now? They're kind of a they, yeah. The Steelers <laughs> are sort of a they-them this year. They were a little they-them last year. They started as a him, and then they're like, we don't like this. And then I don't know what they became, but they... They started to show some promise. The preseason, they were ridiculous. And then the first game, they were so bad. You're like, all right, there are they, them. No identity. They don't have anything yet. They're young. They're figuring it out. Hopefully, they can soon. But, yeah, I got a they, them I'm rooting for. <laughs> they just had top surgery. I don't know what's going on. Like They used to have huge, huge <laughs> Now they're kind of like flat. I'm like, what are we? Are we the boy or what are we doing here? Maybe that's what the coach is saying, too. What's going on yeah, here, guys? Guys, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we? Where are they, them? And he ain't saying guys. He's saying, what's going on here, thems? 
Uh, so yeah, football. It just makes us, and we were we root for it and root for it and root for it, and then it shows up, and we realize, oh yeah, there's a good portion of the year I'm miserable because of football. There's a lot of Mondays I I slink around. Tuesday I feel a little better. Wednesday I'm sort of back, and then Thursday I'm ready. They just did a thing I saw last night on the news. It's two. It's the by the way, happy two year anniversary of football gambling, sports gambling in town, Arizona. Uh, Eleven billion dollars has gone through sports gambling apps since they opened her up two years ago we're, we're at five and a half uh for this year so it started in september of 2021 that first year was like six or seven and then this one i think they still have to add three billion for sure but they're up to up to a certain point 11 billion dollars has been generated that 11 billion gambling. is uh, going after sean mcveigh too what do you mean Kicked a field goal at the end. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, they're oh. What's going on here? I see what you're saying. Yeah, the the striking the price. Yeah, he's killing the spreads and the scoring. You're like, hmm. Under overs affected. The spreads affected. What are you doing? Eleven billion dollars. And then we sit and scream. I need higher wages. (laughs) What's going on with the economy? These gas prices. But then. You think that the uh, the powers that be that has nothing to do with it. I John. know, but the powers that be look around, going, "They've got it. They've got it." Look at their discretionary spending. They're spending eleven, and not all of us, but it's not helping eleven billion dollars. That, by the way, wasn't getting spent three years ago. Suddenly, we dug into our pockets and we found a few billion, and we're like, "We can do this." You, there's, I don't know. I mean, there's the argument. It is. Was it eleven billion new money that they're finding, or is it shifting it is. away from other stuff? It's eleven billion. Well, yeah, nothing's it's caving going in. away from you know the, the thought was well, it's going, it's just coming from another entity, entertainment because nothing's fallen. Everything else is just as up as before, uh, and yeah. So I mean, it's like gas prices are up, inflation is up, everything else, and we still managed to to scramble out eleven billion dollars, like you know, five and a half billion a year. As a group, to just take a couple shots at the uh, and the fact that we can monitor it too a yeah. little more, <laughs> right? That's that's helpful. So that's <laughs> but Amazon's up, and spending's going crazy. We have ten trillion dollars in credit card debt as a nation, but I don't think we're betting on our credit cards. Well, now I understand the UAW going on strike. You <laughs> I gotta, know, you know you like got they're them. looking around going, "Well, the money's there." <laughs> yeah, so that is a an astounding number that is basically really bad for poor people. It really is, because as prices go up, they're not. They're probably not gambling. They probably don't have it. But the rest of us going, just put money in the toilet and flush it. And I'm guilty of it. It makes everybody of the business going, there's a lot of money out there. We just have to find what they like. If we like it, we'll spend it. Even if we don't have it. If we'll it, find credit. Yeah, as human beings, if we like it, we spend it. We like gambling. We are big on it. That's amazing. It makes it the number one thing in Arizona as far as, like, things spent on. Non-tourist. Like locals. We don't spend five billion, five and a half billion dollars as locals on anything else outside of, you know, the necessities like groceries and gas. Like, just something outside of our norms. Our Halloween doesn't come close? It's probably fairly close. <laughs> I bet you Halloween's second. They spent four and a half billion dollars on skeletons and candy. It's pretty amazing, but five and a half billion a year. It's insane. Yeah. We're all going, all right, gas is crazy, and these prices for pickles and peanut butter, I can't even uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
I got five parlays riding on the weekend. Oh, your gas is too expensive, but you're going to bet on the commander skins to squeeze one out. Hit this one. I'm getting a new tent. (laughs) And you're not wrong to do it. I'm just saying. Big business stares at that and goes, their complaints are invalid. Raise the prices. They'll pay. And we do. Especially for stuff like gas that they know we need. And we'll go into debt for it. We lost our mind when it was a dollar less a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. We were what the hell's going on here? This is too much. And now it's a dollar more. Like, well, I guess that's the way okay. things are. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just our asses never hurt. If our asses hurt, we'd realize what's happening to us. I don't know. All that said, a special day here. You've been able to guess that temp to try to go to Vegas with us, throw some more money around. Today's a big day. It's the first day of the five question, 22nd birthday of Holmberg's morning sickness, super fan quiz. I'm going to explain exactly how all that works in just a second. It's going to be pretty amazing. There's going to be, it's old school radio, Brady. This is what I like. What I, what I, what, 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 oh yeah, I'll take that too. So what we're going to have here is old school radio. There's going to be a thing you got to listen for. Then you got to be the eighth caller. Then you got to go through the questions and only one person per day plays. It's not like our normal games where we just keep going down the line of dummies until we find somebody. Can we throw in a catchphrase that they have to say? What do you call them? <laughs> yeah, Okay. Holmberg's 22nd birthday golden ticket flyaway. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, that's it. What are you calling us for? And if you, do, all right, I like that. If you don't say that, we're moving on to the next one. Long caller. time listener, first yeah. time caller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what you calling for? Daddy and Kay, today's Holmberg's 22nd birthday golden ticket giveaway. All right, you're on. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's make that happen. So I'm going to explain to you how you guys can qualify. Now, if you get, if this happens today, I play the noise. The people call, and I'll give it all. Trust me, it'll get more detailed in a second. Play the noise. We get the call. They go through all five tickets or five questions. They get the golden ticket. They're on the plane. They're on the set jet plane. We're going to Vegas. You're in the plane. Super fans. That's all we're looking for. I know. Sounder. Oh, we got all sorts of stuff. I mean, Brady, I'll just give you a little little hint on it, all right? Uh, Because I've got a golden ticket. That's all you're going to need. That's <laughs> all you're going to need in a little bit. It's pretty awesome. A bit of good luck for me. Because I've got a golden ticket. That's right. Sorry, it's a flyaway, not a giveaway. Next. So we'll get it together. You guys are going to go to Vegas with us. Well, some of you. Still hate Grandpa Joe. This is off a lot of people. <laughs> all right, so we'll explain the details in just a little while. But it's going to be great. In the meantime, we're all laughing at Russell Brand because this is pretty good stuff. Now, isn't Russell Brand, like, if you haven't been paying attention, Russell Brand disappeared a few years ago. He didn't want to do famous guy stuff anymore. He wanted to be a wellness guru. So he's left, like, he still does things here and there, but he's Text for the most Katie part. Katy Perry said it's over. Right. He texted his wife and said, I, 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 I want divorce, don't I? I'm going to get divorced from you, don't I? That's what I want from you. No more of us, right? Thank you. Bye now. And he just bails out and, and goes and reads a thesaurus and comes back with a thousand new big words no one knows. So everybody thinks Russell's really smart, which he actually is. Wrote a book about his time uh, as a famous person, as a time with Katy Perry. And he's, you know, he's, he's out there still, but he, he doesn't want to do... 
what he was doing. He's a wellness guru and also does a lot of like uh, stuff against the state. He's very much the BBC. He's Almost so, Alex Jones. A little uh, somewhere between Rogan and Jones. Yeah, he's, he makes sense. More like Rogan. He's I super think. smart, but he's got a he's got a Joe Rogan kind of thing. Like he he goes against the grain a little bit. He's fairly admirable for doing so. But if you ever knew about Russell Brand or or paid attention to him while he was going nuts, he was going nuts. He was Charlie Sheen. He was pretty much just out there f- everybody that wanted to. Uh, you can read about it in his book. A super promiscuous guy. He says so. He was open about it. And now he's getting these charges of being like a weirdo. In hindsight, it was weird behavior. While it was going on, he was the quirky, funny, crazy Russell Brand. A little bit off. He does things people don't normally do. Walking around the office in his underwear. Uh, showing pictures of naked ladies that were being sent to him. One of the ladies' complaints was... She was in the office, and she said, I really liked Russell when we first started working together. He'd show up in his underwear. He was really quirky and funny. And now they think back on it, the underwear thing's very uncomfortable. I wouldn't allow a boss to do that today. And then he also had pictures of naked women in his phone. He would show people, and one of them was my friend. So it was like it was okay when they weren't your friend? That your friend sent to him? It made my stomach turn. Right, because your friend was a whore trying to bang a famous guy named Russell Brand. And when it didn't work out or he objectified her or treated her less than, you know, classy, uh, he took the naked pictures when she, you know, splayed her cooch out and started to fire pictures to famous people. Suddenly he's the bad guy. It's not nice of him. But is it illegal? If he's sending it out, that's one thing. But yeah. like, Look, this bird sent me, a, sent me a picture of herself naked, didn't she? And sure enough, like, yeah, I know that girl. Right. I banged it. Because he banged most of England and a lot of America for about four years. Like, he came out of nowhere, banged everybody, and then left. And now they're trying to get him. And I don't think he's wrong because in his apology, which is much better than the Kutcher Kunis apology, in his apology video, he basically is like, I told you guys I was a whore. I don't think I did anything wrong here. Like, I treated people like sex objects. That's, that's what I did. And they knew it, and I was open about it. And he joked about it in his stand-up? Constantly talked about what a whore he was and how easy it was to find other whores to be a whore with. It was easy. I liked it, didn't I? He stopped that, which I love, that he doesn't ask the question after everything he says. I figured it out, haven't I? All right, we get it, Russell. Well, you like questions. But no, he didn't do anything wrong. And then the one girl's like 16, but it's not illegal. At least it wasn't at the time in England. 16 was a consensual age still weird but yeah you i mean you know one of the things in the story where she you know uh said he sent a limo to get her out of class yeah it's weird it's not normal whether or not you know it's not normal look he had the juice he read the rule this is i'm gonna go pick a girl up at school today that's strange to me but as far as i read it it wasn't against the law and half the school was probably excited and the girl, I'm sure, was like, Russell Brand's sending me a limo and take me out of school today. I'm not going to miss school. I'm not going. <laughs> what? Right. And then everybody probably had their little faces plastered up against their English little windows, staring out, looking at a limo with Russell Brand. Come on out, doll. We're going to go have copious amounts of f- now. It's- um, bye, everyone. I'm going to go f- Russell Brand instead of studies uh, history. Lucky. She's lucky. I want, I want to f- Russell Brand. Why can't he come for a limo for me? You're a boy, mate. 
So what? I hate school and I'll f*** you better than her. You can't, Rupert. <laughs> ah, this is bollocks. Sit down, Rupert. Ah. Now, who else plans to f*** Russell Brand today or can I go on with my class? Where were we? Right. Reproductive organs. Ah, oh, now you're going to talk all dirty when I could be f- Russell Brand. He's picking up kids at school in limousines. They were impressed. Let's not act like they weren't, like, everybody in the school wasn't like, wow. He put a show on. And now they're acting like, do you know what he did? Like, yeah, he told us. Remember when the limo pulled up? We knew. It's kind of like the Charlie Sheen thing. It's just, exactly it, like that. Why are you surprised? He's, tell, he's throwing it out there you for you. You can't get mad a few years later when Russell Brand's terrible behavior remains terrible in history's eyes. You can't go back and go, oh, now I don't like it. I would have liked it. I wouldn't have told on you, Russell. I'd have f- you proper and gone out quiet just for riding the limo. Daddy, a limo's out front. <laughs> Dad, Russell Brand's sending a limo to me. Can I take a couple hours off for of school? Of course you can, doll. You go f- Russell Brand good and hard. That's my little girl. <laughs> Look at her out there, Russell Brand like an adult. <laughs> She doesn't need school. She's beautiful. Famous people like to f*** my daughter. It's great. Uh, but this, this, and you know, something else may come out later, but from everything I'm looking at, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know that the guy did much terrible that was outside the boundaries. Maybe not cool, but I don't think that's a bad thing. And walking around in your underwear at work and all that, yeah, terrible. In, in hindsight, terrible. But we all watched Russell Brand act like an idiot for years and think, meh, what are you going to do? Then he married Katy Perry, and we're like, that's a weird one. That's an odd match. We should wipe every movie from the 80s and the 90s out. Ever. <laughs> we should never see how we used to behave ever in cinema. It's all uncomfortable. It's terrible. I've never been in my underwear at work, just walking in and out of offices. And that's just, not because I haven't wanted to. Uh, uh, you know, it's basic shame. I don't want anybody to see this. And it's not my, it's off brand. Pardon the pun. That's not something, people would be surprised if all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I'm the wacky underwear guy now. <laughs> no, that's not me. Brady could walk around in his underwear. People like, look, it'd be such a, you're crazy. Because funny, of, funny. Because you're wacky, waka, funny, waka. non-threatening. Nobody's going to think Brady's actually going to rape them, which is... Probably what you like about why you did it. Brady's not going to wander around his underwear at work, but you could. Toledo did it. We just start hitting him with bats and chasing him with uh, torches and pitchforks. It'd be that's the creepiest thing in the world. Brett does it. We assume his clothes are at the laundromat covered in blood. You got to be on brand. But it is. It is. Uh, does uh, Bobby Lee, comedian? A lot of I know a lot of people haven't seen him. Jesus, how Strips many times? Naked. How many times have we seen him in his underwear? Like, nuts here, yeah, in the studio. He's dropped down into his underwear. Bert even taking his shirt off. Is that going to change? Uh, well, might maybe. I don't know. Makes me uncomfortable because he's just so out of shape. I just wait for Bert's heart attack. But yeah, I I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Can't do it. I mean, Dave McKay of the Arizona Diamondbacks, first base coach. If you recall, like. This is what I'm waiting for. When in baseball is it going to be? Because yesterday and Friday I was at the games. Yesterday we sat right behind first base. Uh, my buddy Tom and his uh, wife Kamala got me tickets. I call her Kamala because 
she got dreadlocks. She's Rachel Dolezal. I don't know what happened. Her name's Colette, <laughs> but I'm just from here on out. She's Kamala. She had this insane. I'm like, you're gonna. This is appropriation. Like I've never seen anything like this in my life. So anyway, we're behind first base. Dave McKay manhandles every single Diamondbacks player. Like ass crap. You make it to the base, you're getting <laughs> you're getting touched a lot. And Dave McKay a few years ago, remember Brett? He hurt himself in the showers dancing around. Remember? He had a, an, it was a coach who got a yeah. shower and I'm pretty sure he's rub up against another guy. The way I've never seen someone touch human beings more. There's two players that don't want him touching them, and it's the brand new one, Tommy Pham. They just got him in July. He didn't touch Tommy Pham. He put his hands in his own back pocket to stop himself. And Tommy Pham's like, don't you get your hands off me. When is that going to be a thing? We're in baseball. It's like, all right, the first base coach, like, just talk to me the entire time with his hand on my ass. Like, you can't do that in any other job at all as a, as a manager. And he's called manager. First base coach is, a, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a boss. You get to first base. He is putting his hand on your ass, and he's going to whisper stuff in your ear. You know, the the move to first is about 1.1 seconds. You want to keep your eye on that. you got a tight ass. But you can't do that. If I was to talk to Brady after, hey, Brady, I need to talk to you after the show, and we're standing in the hallway, and I just am talking to him, my hand resting on his ass. You're doing ass. all right, man. You're doing all right. You would be immediate, like, uh-oh. John's going to lose his job. When will baseball, first base coaches... Like, stop. Now, Mike Napoli's the first base coach of the Cubs. I didn't see him grabbing and manhandling players. I think it's an old-school first base coach thing. McKay's been around forever. But to me, that's a that's a thing. Like, in 10 years, it's like one of these players be like, and if it ever turns out that Dave McKay might be have a homosexual tendency, it might make one of these guys uncomfortable. Well, that dude was all over my ass. Sports, there's still some leeway. It, With the I think grabbing. the eye opened up a little more. They, uh, Ew. What shed more light on it was the Boy Scout thing. I think the Boy Scout leaders <laughs> encouraging the boys, getting the merit and stuff. Well, that was so, rape, though. That's different. Well, they went beyond that. Yes. Right. I mean, certainly, if, if Dave McKay raped a player at first base, I think we'd all notice well, that. No, but like the Father Pat Dale's our first base coach or anything. I don't I mean, think the problem with the Boy Scouts were pats on the ass. Uh, it not, all starts yeah. with that, No, Trump. I don't know if it does. I think it's just pushing a kid down and starting to go at it. He's, and maybe you're right. Maybe Brady, I think he's making a very clumsy point about Dave McKay is grooming the players into sex. <laughs> maybe, like a Boy Scout leader. Your, your comparison is clumsy at best, but if you turn out to be right, I don't want to be on the wrong side of history here. But when is that going to change? There has to be something that they can't there's do that. still. I think there's still a lot of players out there that don't. Mind that encouragement. Oh, I'm sure of it. And it isn't pats on the ass. We're not talking about the old smack on the butt. We're talking about dude just having his hand on your ass like, you know, you do your girlfriend and when you're in line at Hop Dotty. You know? He might as well just put his hand in the back pocket of one of them like they're dating. Like it's, you know, junior high and you finally get to touch a butt. McKay touches a lot of ass over there. Every player. And the Diamondbacks were hitting and walking yesterday. They're getting on. Every every one of them is going to try to stretch that into a double. They don't want anything. McKay touching them is constant. But, you know, can you do it? Would a male coach in the WNBA be able to get away with that? Would he want to? Would he want to? No, I'd rather grab a dude's ass all day than any of those. But still, like, you know, just it's a sports thing. We do a lot of ass touching as men in sports. The most manly things on the, on the television in our lives are... Lots of grab ass going on between the boys. Lots of it. 
think the equipment manager is going to the coach. Hey, coach, no one's wearing their cup anymore. Right. We've got to do a cup check. Oh, McKay would be like, I'll do it. Hand would go shooting in the air, except for Tommy Fan. I'll do it. Tommy Fan doesn't want anything to do with Dave McKay's hands. Like they had a meeting. You could tell McKay's been talked to about touching Tommy Fan. Tommy's like Francis. Any of you homos touch me, and I kill you. All right. But the second Tommy got to first, McKay's hands went into his own pockets. And then he wandered up and whispered in his ear that, you know, you got to tell him the pitcher. Cause he's, and then he'd take his hand out to do the stopwatch on the pitcher's move. And then hands back in his pockets like, I can't control myself unless I do this. It was weird. Dave McKay touches a lot of butts. And not the old school smack on the ass. This is just a tender touch. And then a lot of the times, he rubs, he rubs their bags. It's weird. I've never noticed this because I've never paid so much attention to a first base coach. But when Kamala was sitting there telling me that yesterday, and she's like, watch Dave McKay. We sit here all the time. Do you think he's touching the players too much? I'm like, I've never noticed. He won't take his hands off of them. Like, he's an octopus. When is that going to be, like, five years from now, a lawsuit? So are they playing Kenny Loggins, playing with the boys over the jump, or over the sound system and stuff? Hey, nice hit. You got a single. You got a couple seconds sitting chat. You don't mind if I just rest my hand in your butt? Kind of I do. Like if Tripp said, good in the office for a second. And this was playing. What's up, Tripp? Come here. Sit on my lap. No, I'm not going to say no. Let me just rest my hand on your ass. I got to talk to you. Is it bad? No. I'm thinking Larry and I are going to go to lunch later today if you want to join us. Why is your hand on my ass? Because I'm your manager. Oh. Oh. I guess that's right. Why are we listening to Kenny Loggins in the <laughs> gayest part of Top Gun? I don't know. I hadn't noticed. Goes by Larry's office with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. I'm not touching him. I might catch him. He's flexing like slider while you're walking <laughs> in the office. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. So looking at McKay touching all that ass yesterday was weird. Because then I couldn't stop watching. Now it's like, who doesn't he touch? There's another player. I think it was, uh, uh, it might have been, I don't remember which one it was. One of the Mexican players. Probably super Catholic. <laughs> it doesn't want that stuff on him. I come here all the way from Mexico City, Mr. McKay, please. God is always they watching. promised me it would stop. Quit trying to f*** me so hard in public, please. Hey, I'm just your coach. Come over here. Let's talk about this. No, because you'll touch me. Leave me alone, don't Father wanna... McKay. Yeah, please. Don't do this to me, please. Hey, if you know, if you want to play every day, you're going to play the game, right? Play with the boys. <laughs> okay. Just kiss him on the neck? If I let you touch my ball, will you let me play all week long? I'll get you in the lineup, kid. <laughs> you just got to play along. McKay likes it too much. Man. Way too much. Playoffs, man. Going to the playoffs. But it's, hey, it works. You're right. And he's known as like one of the best in the business. You know why? They can't, like, everybody's a little faster running from first to second on the Diamondbacks because they get to get away from McKay. (laughs) If I can get to second, all of this harassment stops. You might have something there if they lead in stealing bases. Yeah. (laughs) Like, catchers are just lumbering to second. Get me out of here. (laughs) They're not running for second, they're running for their lives. Hey, it looks like you're going to be, it looks like a good at-bat behind you here. This is the 12th pitch. Oh, oh I got to get out of here. We need to get you at second base or you're going to get raped, and you're going to get raped hard over here. I mean, I can understand maybe once you go over, you touch them on the back and whisper in their ear. It doesn't be, it, you don't have to touch their butts eight times in one visit to first base. It's a lot. 
Tommy Pham strikes out four times. I'm good with yeah, that. I'm good. I'm good. No problem. Tommy Pham's 3-0 count to Pham. This is definitely going to be a, Wow, he's just swinging at anything there. That was a crazy pitch Pham just went after. He doesn't want to get walked. It's an intentional walk. This guy, no, I don't want to be intentionally walked. Tommy, Tommy Pham just got intentionally walked to pretend he got hit in the head with a baseball. He's down on the ground riding in agony. I think he's faking a seizure so he doesn't have to go see McKay. He touches his ass a lot. McKay, I'm watching you. I might go again tomorrow night. Same seats. And uh, the McKay count is on. I didn't even care about it. The Cubs sucked all weekend, so I didn't even care about it. McKay touched a lot of butts. When will that be bad? It's, it's weird. Like, but it's, we're dudes. We're cooler. But it is strange that in the most manly endeavors, there's a lot of grabbing ass. And you know why? I think it's we, like part of coaching. It's cause we, it is because we can't do it anywhere else. Like, I want to grab ass so bad. I'll just grab my coworkers' asses when they're cool with it. Because if we could get away with that all the time, we'd be grabbing. We, dudes, we'd be grabbing so much butt. So we smack each other in the ass when we're playing manly things. We put tights on and we tackle each other and then touch each other's butts. And we call it manly football. <laughs> so is the first wild card game sponsored by Alt AZ? I mean, is that going to be the, the, oh, the, yeah. the first night? Time back to the playoffs. It's Dave McKay night. <laughs> we're your assless chaps. Ugh. McKay would lose his mind. <laughs> i got to touch everybody in the crowd's butts. It's a lot of touching, McKay. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's gay. I'm saying it's way beyond gay. I don't know what this is. It's past gay. Do not collect $200. Go directly to gay. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Sorry, Cardinal fans. It's a tough Monday. But hold your heads high because you knew this. Don't act surprised. Uh, 585-9800. That is the phone number. You give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Getting it ready. Uh, Thanks, Alliance. It is uh, our theme song. Which, by the way, we're not too far away from that Palladio. You guys might want to start thinking about uh, recording here. I know. But it's all right. Look what it gets us. We get a cool theme song. We get a band that's uh, killing it. So it's about the needle in the haystack. It's getting to that point. Yes, so I know. That's the killer. It's not a haystack. Oh. It's a needle in a <laughs> stack. But we we go through it for Ooh. you. You're welcome. Yeah, you're very welcome. This is the year, Brett. John. No. No, it's, it's not. Be, nope, it's going to be the hit. same as it's <laughs> always been. It's never going to be different. Isolate Brady. that yeah. Toledo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's never going to be different. But we always come out. With, you know, the cream rising. And the two or three that are any good out of the 30 we take will be okay. It's just the other 25 plus that are like, good Lord, what's going on? Uh, All right. Here we go. Here's how it works. Sometime after 8 this morning. That's it. And it could happen any time. It's just going to happen. Just any time after 8 o'clock, you're just going to hear 
somewhere in the mix of something, this. Because I've got a golden ticket. That's it. That's all you're going to hear. And then, you know, you get your dialing fingers ready. So if I'm in the middle of just the middle of a, hey, Brady, uh, I was whacking off. Because I've got a golden ticket. That's it. It interrupts the show. It does, okay, eighth caller at that point. Uh, 585-9800, that's the number. If you hear this, this is called a sounder. Because I've got a golden ticket. If you hear that at all, call 585-9800 if you think you can get through the gauntlet of Holmberg's Morning Sickness 22nd birthday golden ticket flyaway. Once again. Because I've got a golden ticket. You hear that, you call. Then we take the eighth caller. And we say, hey, it's caller, why are you calling? And you say, for homework's morning sickness, 22nd birthday golden ticket, fly away. We won't be that strict on that one right away. But still, just say it. Be excited. And we're like, all right. Okay. And then, where is this one? There's going to be uh, this sound. Viva Las Vegas. If you get a question right, <laughs> because you're going to Vegas with us. So let's say I ask, I'm like, all right, what? Is Brett's last name. Spell it. And then they say, uh, it's Vesley V E S uh, L uh, R. Oh. But if they spell it correctly, Viva Las Vegas. Question number two. You making him spell his first name too? B E R T. B U. Damn it. Bert? Bert. Bert uh, which one? I'm sorry. Uh, so you got that. And then, uh, you know, what's Brady's real first name? Question two. That's not necessarily going to be one of the It will be one of the questions every day. So one person will have a chance every day to get the trip. And what do you get? A private jet ride with us. To and fro, Las Vegas on set jet. A private jet. You have not flown like this before. If you have, you're being a dick if you try to win. <laughs> I've never flown like this before. It's amazing. Like, that's the prettiest jet I've ever been on. I'd be happy, if it, uh, you know, to, to be in a terrible accident in one of those. <laughs> I'd be fine with it. Or just drift in the air for a while. <laughs> or, yeah. Until fuel pull, runs pull, out. Just, yeah, just let this, this thing float up. Jet escort. I'm fine with that. Uh, it's beautiful. I, I, I would, I, it's like that, I'm in heaven. This is as good as it gets kind of thing. I can go now. Uh, it's when grandma's on the bed and goes, I've done everything I need to do. I'm ready. Okay. It's the prettiest thing I've ever been on. You hop on that plane with us. Then, when you get to your room at Resorts World, which, by the way, we're going to bus you over there in a limo bus. No, we're not going to ride with you on the limo bus because we're going somewhere else. <laughs> Sounds like another trip we took there one yeah, time. Right, but, you know, just in I mean, case. Yeah, yeah. You know, look, there's a lot of lunatics. That bus is going to be a thing. Like You guys are going to be like prisoners when you leave. The, but it's going to be on a nice bus. Be in orange suits. You yep. look good. Toledo will be with them. <laughs> Going to take you to Resorts World. In your room, you will find tickets to see Shinedown that night at the MGM Grand Garden. If the MGM is still a thing by the time we go in October, because it's still messed up. Uh, then, you're like, man, what a great night. Gamble, play, goof around. I'm thinking maybe a cabana. I don't know if I've decided. We'll check the weather. Have a little, uh, you know, we'll gauge it based on the behavior on the plane on whether or not we want to take them on to a, one of our endeavors in the middle of the day poolside or if we're just going to hang out with them a little bit. If we may, like, it's a fun group. We'll have a big party and we'll, we'll tote them around. There's multiple activities going Lots on. Lots of things we could do. And if we don't, look, if it turns out, it's like, yeah. It's almost like when Johnny Carson used to call a comedian to the couch. If he likes you, you get to come to, you get to come on, come and sit with Johnny. 
if we if if you don't get invited to do stuff with us, well, the, the group is no good. <laughs> Basically, you're like you see us on the bus and the plane and at the shows, but anywhere else we're like dodging you. It's because you're just a no good group. <laughs> we, we'll probably take on, but if 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 we're like nah, the weather's no good, we didn't get a cabana. It's like oh, I see, no good group, maybe possible. Uh, then Saturday rolls around. One of the winners might be taking their you know girlfriend or wife, and they just right. want to make it into their romantic be, weekend. Uh, Go for do it. it. It's less for us to worry about. Yeah. Well, every man Enjoy the trip. We're not there to babysit. We're there to get drunk, too. Now, keep in mind, we're celebrating our birthday. You guys just happen to be tagging along. Behave. No, we're already yelling at them. <laughs> we haven't even gotten through all the rules yet. We're already yelling at them. You guys knock it off. Don't make me turn this plane around. Listen, Rando. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> Rando makes me so nervous. And it may be the Rando. And I will tell you, like, look, it's a good group. Aside from that guy, we can't get everybody together. Uh, then Saturday rolls around doing whatever. Maybe we hit the cabana. Maybe we're just gambling all day. Grab some food. I know Brady will be over at the M and M store, probably uh, at a, many, many of the buffets. There will be some food stops. Yes. Uh, then you go back to your room for Saturday night. Our buddy Adam Ray is going to hand over tickets to his show. He's, at, I think, he's at the Laugh Factory. We got all of us tickets to go see Adam Saturday night, which is great. And then we cut you loose like. If you don't want to go, you don't have to take tickets. No biggie. Do whatever you want to do. It's more space for us to sit around and go bananas. The whole weekend's going to be a blast. And, of course, you're in Resort World in Vegas. So all you have to do is listen for this. And then make the call and hope there's five questions that you know. Now, again, you can't Google these questions. They're about us. They're about the show, the history of our 22 years. Super fans we're looking for. Not stands, but super fans. Not some lunatic that's going to just sit and breathe on Brady the whole time, although I would enjoy that. You got quite, a birdie mouth. Quite a bit. <laughs> Brady, you're my favorite. Like a little Brady clone, like two Andy Reeds wandering around the strip. <laughs> you can eat those nuggets. Nah, I'm telling you right now, Andy Reid's going to die of a stroke, and nobody's going to think it's funny. But the commercials where he's... Eating everybody's food, and they're just like, Andy's fat. Let's make fun of it. He's Chris Farley. If you're a real friend, you'll say so. He's got that commercial now where Andy Reid's like, explain insurance to me again. Oh, it's like uh, this burger. And he hammers the burger. I'm like, ugh. A couple years ago, Andy Reid was on TV, and they were praising him for all the weight he's lost and how much healthier he is. It's over. And there's well, Andy Reid. he wasn't Reed. anticipating so many victory burgers. Explain it again so I can have that, uh, your nuggies. And, he, and I'm like, I text Brady. I'm like, you've got a problem. Because he's nicknaming food, too. He made food cute. The Nuggies thing. I'm like, Andy Reid's going to have... You know what's going to happen? And I'm thinking of only me. I talked to Brady about this yesterday. I, I don't want Andy Reid to have a stroke, but I'm the only one that cares. That Let's not make fun of Andy Reid's eating problem and weight issue in his early 60s because we all know what happens to guys in their 60s who are eating tots and, uh, you know, Nuggies constantly who've got... who fluctuated like... You're going to have a massive stroke. So what does that do for me? How does that affect me? Half times, pregame shows, post games. I got to sit and watch Andy Reid. Oh, he's so brave. And everybody claps. I'm like, no, we all saw this coming and we treated him like garbage. Somebody should have stepped in when he was healthy and said, no more nuggies. Knock it off. I don't want these feel-good stories about how brave and strong Andy is looking on those parallel bars where he's trying to learn to walk again. No, thanks. But we're all giggling now. I solved health care yesterday. I did. I fixed it. Everybody wants affordable health care. 
Here's how you make. So, and it's because my friend's dog's fat. And I've been talking about this for a while. You never get mad at your veterinarian when he's like, your dog's fat. It's going to have knee issues. It's going to get diabetes. going to die. Because we all know dogs only last, if you're lucky, 15 years. Really lucky 15 years. Most of the time, 10 to 15 years. And that's if you get a full life out of them. If the vet's telling you early, your dog's out of shape, you're shaving years off. And it's going to cost you a fortune to get its knee fixed to get you. You and I oh, both do the knee thing. It's not and that cheap. wasn't our dog wasn't out of shape either. No, it's, it just happens. Yep. And sometimes that's okay. But when it's you know chunky and its hips are bad and what, and the vets tell you, you never go. Hey, that's fat shaming my dog. You stop that. My dog is beautiful the way it is. Like nope, it's going to have health. It's fine. Leave it fat. But when its knees go out, it's going to cost you a fortune. So we all do something about it when the vet tells us, hey, your dog's fat and its knees are going to blow up or its hips are going to go bad. You're going to lose it for years. It's super expensive. So what we need to do is an encouragement program. If you're told by a doctor at any point you're pre-diabetic, you got to lose 70 pounds. Your medicine costs 10 times more. And then you lose 50 pounds, it drops down. You lose another 50, it drops down. Incentivize the health side. If you go in healthy, your medicine's cheap if you need anything. If you've got high blood pressure and you're skinny and you're working on it, you're healthy. Otherwise, it's just a genetic thing. It's like $5 for high blood pressure. If you're a 600-pound TLC person that says you got a glandular issue but people have to feed you frozen pizzas every three minutes or you explode, your high blood pressure medicine's the house, uh, house payment. And then you lose 100 pounds and it drops in half. So it incentivizes it. No more of this... Because we do it with our dogs. You've been told that. Your dog's fat. you got to do something. you got to do something about it or he's going to die early. you got to do that with our humans. And poor Andy Reid's on that commercial talking about nuggies and everything else. I'm like, dude's in his mid-60s. This is not good. You don't want to load him up with nuggies now. And how many takes did they do in that commercial? How much food did he eat a just ton. in the commercial? Yeah, get Andy another burger. Or just polish this one off. <laughs> Hilarious, Andy. Your stroke's going to be debilitating. <laughs> And then we'll all be sad and act like we didn't see it coming. But make it so, like, you know, how fast would you do that, Brady? High blood pressure meds are $800 a month. That's a big pause. <laughs> I know. You'd either take stop me, you taking know, take them. Take me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but you'd either stop taking them or think, we can get this down to $50 if you lose 40 pounds. Holy Christ, really? Yeah, otherwise, the stuff that keeps you alive is magic, gold. A lot of people can't afford that. Well, I guess they're not going to get food for months, which is good. <laughs> Solved it. Solved it. How many medications are the you struggle, on? The struggle. Uh, it wouldn't be a struggle if it was that much a month. No, the it struggle would be is real easy. on the, you know, as far as the losing weight part of it, is the uh, maintaining afterwards. We talk about it all the if time. If prices like you go back down. up, yeah. I guarantee you people would have a little more incentive. And you mentioned about Andy Reid. If he dropped, uh, Again. you know, and he, you know. Did the yo-yo thing and sure. put it back on. Yeah, that makes it even but here's more of thing. a danger. Andy Reid and you. The yo-yo. You might have enough money to go, I don't care. I'll pay it. And that's fine. That's great. Minute. Dropping weight is more of a danger than... And putting it back on. Getting, yeah, yo-yoing is terrible. Yo-yo is terrible. That's the more of a danger than getting yeah. rid of your medication. Well, losing it is huge. Okay. And that's the thing. You just make that. I mean, I'm throwing $800 around. You, yeah. you, know, you base it off the idea. It's like, look, you're going to have to go into debt like a student loan to be better. Damn it. Or we're going to put you down. That was my last option. Uh-huh. Can't afford it. Just like a dog. Like you can't afford it. Nothing we can do here. We're just going to take the meds from you. And that's it. And it goes on your record. You got to lose some weight. And he writes it down. He's like, damn it. 
Euthanasia has been part of a couple of your I, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of it. It's the most dignified thing we do for our animals. We can't I do it totally for ourselves. Watching your loved ones just beg you to die for years. You're like, just, you know what? If this is the time, it's not going to Like Joe Biden, it's time. <laughs> we all know that. It's time for a peaceful. Like, he's not going to get better. It's hard, but I mean, yes, you're talking about heart disease and obesity and the struggle with that. Right. Whereas my, you know, my brother on the other side right. takes blood pressure. He's not. His would be cheap. Yeah. I'm not and saying they have to factor everybody. that in. And then you know, you've got other people that, you know, if you're, again, it goes to pointing fingers on, sure, uh, used to be where company medical policies were based upon who's using them, who's not. Like someone that all of a sudden gets open heart surgery or whatever can jack yeah, up a company. Remember yeah. Chuck was mad at us yeah. because he, we were the ones that were propping up. But there's other right? procedures that are doing it. I he mean, was you know, ruining our stuff. But again, that's fine. I'm willing to pay for somebody who's trying. Had, I mean, you know, um, you're right. Obesity is big in the, in the U.S. Have you now it's been all, to a Walmart? Mm, it's it's ridiculous, but that's the point. It's a it's not a let's wait till you get sick and then give you health care. Let's keep you healthy in the first place. And if you run into trouble, it's like, hey, this isn't your fault. You did everything right. You had a little issue here. We're going to cover that. That's fine. But once they start writing down, you're not trying. Look, my debilitating need to drink a, a bubbly drinks. You know, if they've told me, hey, you keep drinking this stuff, and it's going to cause this, this, and this. You're like, oh Jesus, and that's going to cost me a fortune. So I got to stop. You would stop smoking? Like you're going to have to pay for your lung cancer yourself if you don't stop smoking like right now. Oh, we're too insured, I think. We get too much coverage to allow our bad behavior to continue. For the most part. You get lung cancer and you never never smoked, you're covered. But you you smoke three packs a day, you end up with lung cancer. It's like, well, you're going to pay for that. I love that idea. It incentivizes you not to do the really stupid stuff constantly and then just keep doing it. Now, is there a timeline for the incentive? It, in, yeah, doctor, you just have to go. To, what it'll do is keep people from going to the doctor. I mean, I've, I've thought of all right. of it. Like, just, exactly. I'm just not going to get told I'm bad. Exactly. <laughs> Which has been a struggle. Right. the reason why I don't go now. Right. I don't want to get told I've done terrible things. I'm about due for a new term life policy. I, I got <laughs> to make sure things are in hated. order. Hated. Every time I'd have to go get a surgery, they do like they check your body and your vitals and they go through everything. And then the doctor would come and go, aside from your issue with your bones, your organs are healthy. You're going to live to be 90. I'm like, I want a second opinion. I'm not the guy that wants to be 90. Go get a doctor that finds something wrong with me. My organs are too healthy. So I got to do some damage here in order to check out at a reasonable time. I'm going to watch this movie go on for four hours. What am I, platoon? Yeah, so I was talking to a friend of mine, and his dog's fat. And he goes, yeah, we got to do something about it. And I'm like, if a doctor told you that, would you do anything about it? Because he's not a small man. What do you mean? I'm like, I'm sure a doctor's told you to knock it off. You don't. Well, I mean, I, uh, you're going to for your dog, though. That dog's going on walks, and like you're cutting the food back and everything else. The doctor's told you the exact same thing. Your knees are going to go bad. Your hips, you're going to have a stroke. You're gonna, you don't do anything. Because it's too cheap to be bad. We've made it too easy to be really bad. And everybody oh. just wants a pill to take and care of it. And that's, that's why. It. Yeah. And it's not, put the and, work and, in. And then they're like, well, this is too much. Like, what? Huh? Too much money on the line. There's a ton the of money big on the farm line. And oh, yeah. Keeping us sick is the key. And business has made it too easy. How many carts that have a motor on them are in the front of it, That's got to go, too. You're, if you can't walk I to Walmart totally without, like, it, yeah, being fat is not a disability. And then half of them that you see in there, you're like, 
giving them side eye. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You're just gaming the system. <laughs> Look, and I don't blame you. A few lazy days, I wish I had wheels underneath me all the time. <laughs> but if you can walk from the car to the Walmart to get in one of those, get, yeah, exactly. you can hoof it through there. Leave the 13-year-old yeah. kid that's working the bag. So solve that problem. Bring it back in. Those have a weight limit. They don't work if you weigh over 280. <laughs> I would love to see that. There's a warning. That mine's, not, mine's not going. Oh, because you exceeded the weight limit. you got to walk. You need to walk. But I can't. Well, there's a reason why. You know, walk around for a little bit. Just, you know. Yeah. What's in that store is exactly right. the reason yeah. why. <laughs> and it'll keep you from going down that one aisle. And then we make, like, the Oreo aisle the furthest one from the front door. <laughs> You're in the baking aisle. Yeah. <laughs> Get over to the veg. All the, all the veg and delicious, healthy stuff is aisles one through nine. That they could maybe walk through. By the time they get to 10, I can't possibly. Yeah, you're not getting a ride either. Oh, I can solve it all. Yeah, it's the uh, John Holmberg's healthcare. I did this to myself plan. And uh, you have to kind of take personal responsibility for it. All based off the idea that my friend's fat dog was told to lose weight. And the guy's like, got to do something. Can't lose her. She's her on a diet. She's the best animal I've ever owned. She's six years old. She's so fat. And it's like a German golden combo. It's beautiful. Weird combo, but beautiful. And when it sees you, like it's heart stopping just because I came over. That is not how golden retrievers breathe, by the way. Is it getting three sticks of butter a day? What? It's just picking up. When, and I know what's going on. The 40 pieces of bacon. That's, My man's that's beyond table scraps. He's handing it over. Oh, he's doing He's overfeeding it. It's everything. It's a big, fat dog, and a lot of people have big, fat dogs. But when a vet says your dog's too fat, we do something about it. We're not paying those bills. Those knee surgeries and medications for a dog, they're people prices. And most of us won't do dog insurance. I will. I highly recommend dog insurance like crazy. But if you don't have it, I've been in vet's lobbies where a girl comes in and goes my dog's acting all weird i was like all right we got to do some tests well how much is that going to be like three thousand dollars they just break down in tears right I'm like your dog ate your weed this is your fault <laughs> like it's fine you get you pay for the test or it's, we can't do anything you can't blame the vets the prices are way too high but it's, it's, it's i solved thing it of us kind of making the prices high a little bit too. yeah i solved it you can't deny it. We need a plan to make people like wander in and like get a good checkup, and then and then they get discounts all over. It's like your car insurance. Mm-hmm. Is, what is the one? Where you, if you don't wreck for like a year or get a ticket, you get a discount. Mm-hmm. The prices drop. That's what we need to do. Uh, Brady's right. Like it's uh, keep them sick, keep them on the plan. Insurance and medical—they've got a thing together where they're fleecing us to death on our insurance rates, and we could solve it. But the email I just got was like, have you been to the grocery store? You'd kill almost all of America. <laughs> <laughs> like They'd stop taking their medicines and just start eating Oreos. It's true. Watching Andy Reid eat those nuggies. And I'm like, he's going to wreck all the pregame shows in three years. All of them. And it'll, they'll bring Chris Berman back. And you know, we visited with Andy Reid and he's gone through so much. But what a brave man. Like, what a brave man. Go back three years to when he's eating the nuggies and the burgers and we're all laughing. He stroke. He can't use his left side. He pisses himself regularly. But let's let's roll him out for the ESPYS, and there'll be a speech he gives, and it'll be subtitled because you can barely understand it. 
Poor Andy Reid. Did you see what happened to him? No. Did you see what he did to himself? <laughs> Poor fella. But yeah, make it like $1,000 for people, you know. I'm an intravenous heroin user. Oh, okay. Well, here are the things you're wildly at risk for unless you stop right now. And uh, if you have any trouble from the heroin, we're not covering it. Right. That would be huge. It's like a warranty. It's like a, a human being body warranty. And I know I'll get people that email and go, you have no feeling for humanity. I'm like, if they don't care about themselves, why do I? John, I know it's uh, rare, but my employer started offering pet insurance with the rest of our benefits this year. So I got awesome. it for our dogs. It's awesome. It is incredible. And, and like such a relief when your dog does get something. My, my, weird, my dog Frankie got some weird airborne thing and it lasted about eight months. It would have cost us thousands of dollars, 80% covered. I'm like, this is great. Saved him. Saved his life multiple times. He had to have transfusions and weird stuff. We didn't know what was going on. John, they do this sometimes with uh, addicts when they tell them to clean up or they don't get on the transplant list. My ex needed a double lung and heart transplant because of the drugs, but she had to clean up off the meth first. We need a follow-up there, Ray. Yeah. Did she, did, well, did she make it? Uh, dot, dot, dot. Right. It's the worst way to end that email. Right. And ellipsis. <laughs> huh? Is she okay? Well, the guys who are alcoholics who drink their livers into the corner don't get on the list first unless you're a celebrity like David Crosby and Larry Hagman. And then they drank their new livers into a hole. Just say, be careful. Treat yourself better. And again... I'm an idiot. You all admit it. I just solved the problem. <laughs> you may not like it because you're going to pay more. So just stop it. And maybe fly to Vegas with us and then just blow it all out. Anyway, let's, let's break our livers there. That'd be great. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, twist my arm. Yes. Gorgeous. All right. So that's the noise we're looking at. Anytime after eight. Here it is. I've got a golden ticket. Uncle, or, uh, Grandpa Joe and Charlie Bucket. Once they say, I got a golden ticket, you guys can call up. Eighth caller gets the five questions. And only that caller. That's it. Very exciting. And because the new uh, area code rules are in effect. Oh, that's right. You're right. I forgot about that. 602. Yeah, they just changed all that again. 602-585-9800. I forgot. Yeah, they screwed up the area code thing where you have to do that now. Although now you don't have to. You're, no, right? you didn't. You didn't used to have to. Didn't and now, to have, now you have to sort of have do to. the uh, area code every time. Is it every time? Because I think cell phones still kind of correct it, don't they? I think it was because of cell phones oh, that wasn't? you do okay. have to do it. <laughs> Scott Haynes makes a good point. What about Bick Tarvey? Jeez, that's oh. true. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're not. Yeah, they're that's not, a good question. Don't have a heavy game wow, there. I don't even know how to fix that. All right, Scott, you may have thrown my curve. Uh, well, there's a lot of nuance with healthcare. I've, I'm just this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm thinking of general stuff. The number one killer in America is heart disease. We'll get to HIV and AIDS later. Go. It's way down on the list. But right, if you're doing things that put you at risk for HIV, which is intravenous drug use. And a lot of unprotected anal sex. What it says on the blood donation form <laughs> yeah, right, tells right. you every time. If you're not honest about it with the doctor, you can get some cheap big tarvy. But let's be honest. When the doctor goes, hmm, HIV, eh? What have you been up to? Nothing. Intravenous drugs? None. Copious amounts of anal sex without protection? Um, Define copious. <laughs> no big tarvy for you. You get it, but I think big tarvy can have a set price. 
you did that to yourself. You, you kind of did that to yourself. If you walk out, I need Big Tarvey. You did that to yourself. Does Big Tarvey stop your HIV or stop you from getting? Tamps it down, John. It smushes it. Yep, keeps it, keeps it hidden <laughs> okay. away. Because have keeps you seen? It at bay. So here's yeah, the thing. My favorite commercial, which I don't know if it's, it does keep it at bay. It does yeah, keep it at bay. What the commercial yeah. says. The Big Tarvey commercial. I think it's Big Tarvey where the big Indian and the little Mexican are. Mm-hmm. And the big Behind Indian dress, dressed mm-hmm. as a woman. And then they're in love. Have you seen the new one? They're getting married. What? Yeah, there's, there's a Is follow. it the same, couple? the same couple? I did see that. I, I, couldn't, I didn't recognize him right off. I was on the floor like a dead bug. <laughs> Dying when I saw the big Indian dressed as a bride. And that little Mexican's hugging them. And they're like, and they both have the HIV, but they're on the pill, so it's okay. <laughs> or one of them has it. Either way. Is it Risalto? I don't remember which one it is. It's, I don't remember. I don't think it's Big Tarvey. Maybe it is. But it doesn't work Resto? on people. I don't know. People resto keep those drugs no. straight. That could be. I can't either. I, don't, <laughs> I get what Brett said. We can't keep those <laughs> drugs straight, he said. Get it? <laughs> it was an AIDS pun. That's the first time ever. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I was dying because the first commercial, I'm like, geez, that giant Indian woman's going to kill that little Mexican. I'm like, oh, both dudes. I see what's going on. So now for sure that giant Indian woman, man, is going to kill that little Mexican. They're getting married. They've been swapping HIV back and forth in the commercials, but there's a follow-up. And the, the story gets better. Still, the interracial gays that are sitting on the pier, still at the pier. They're just sitting there at the pier watching the And the sunset. one's still at the disco, I think. It opens up. That's them. That's that the, is? That's yeah. the, Brady, that's, you can't miss this. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, there's one that starts right off the bat solo in the disco. Oh, maybe. Got the glitter so, going. I don't know. Remember maybe. I don't know if it's the first one. All I remember is the giant man dressed as a woman about to rail a tiny little bald Mexican man. John, you've got a solid theory with this medical stuff. But right off the bat, the reason you don't have to worry about Bictarvia is... Two male incomes can afford the <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good The gays can afford it. He makes a good point. Screw that. That one's off the list for discounts. You but yeah, that's that's a good point. You pull the HIV and you and your boyfriend get it. Ah, it's six hundred bucks a month. You knew what you were doing. Take some of Troy's income, and that's fine. <laughs> you guys are both pulling five hundred a year. Oh, we can't afford no no gays ever said that. Can't afford my big Tarvey. Stop it. <laughs> The heroin addicts, you're going to have a problem. The, the Sharon Needles people, you got a, you got a bunch more problems than needing your Big Tarvey. Yeah, Scott, you screwed us up with the Big Tarvey. That's a tough one. That's a tough call. But it is a you did it to yourself thing. But a great follow. You got to see this commercial. I'm watch, I think I was watching OP Live. Totally out of the blue. I microwaved myself up a little something, plopped it on the table. I'm real excited about it. And then that came on. I'm like, oh, look at this. It's a new one. And that's the same too. And they're at their wedding. Uh, thanks to Victoria. That night they met in that first commercial. That big Indian woman just <laughs> the lights out of that little guy. And like I'm, I'm never finding this anywhere else. We're getting married. I love him. Her. <laughs> I cannot wait to blow my wife tonight. He said. <laughs> and then I'm just going to roll over and get ragdolled while she lifts her dress up and. Just get slaughtered by the, the train and the whatever wedding dresses are made out of. It's going to leave that weird, scratchy feeling on your back. Hilarious. But they got married, so they kept it legit. But first, they're like, here's some HIV for you, and here's some for you. You get HIV. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> they opened out some HIV and then took the big tarvin. and like, we can get married, we're good.
Victarvi should be celebrated more than it has been. We basically kind of cured the AIDS. Yeah. Nobody's talking about that. Anyway, speaking of that, blow our livers up. We'll have uh, Big Tarvey on the plane, just in case. We will. Oh, just in case. Well, <laughs> <laughs> med cart. We might be swapping some HIV up there in Vegas on that plane. You don't know how crazy it's going to get. Did you win? No. What'd you get? <laughs> HIV. I don't know if that's the one or not. I think that is it. I think this is it. Is this you, Brett? Yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is walking down the aisle. (laughs) He married the little Mexican guy. Look, he's waiting on her. Including kidney problems and kidney failure. Rare, life-threatening And then a couple of dudes at the tattoo parlor are about to get really unfortunate. They can't get tattoos. I think he's getting it from the tattoo. If you are pregnant or if you have kidney or liver problems, including hepatitis. This is an even newer one, but I saw them getting married, and then at the end, they're talking. Provider. Yeah, those two are still out looking at sunsets. And headache. No matter where there they are. Takes you, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that. The second time. They met on the dance floor with HIV and we all watched it and now they're married. <laughs> I'm HIV positive. That's hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of that. Because it was just, it was like a soap opera. I had a mouthful of I made eggs for myself for dinner, which is great. Microwave them up, you know, scrambled eggs. I was alone this weekend, so it was pretty nice. I scrambled eggs in the microwave in a bowl, a little butter. It's great stuff. And I just remember I just said to the TV, "Holy, shit, they got married!" <laughs> it was great. Uh, it killed me. Anyway, what are you going to do? We'll have HIV. We'll have liquor. We'll have all that stuff available. It's a no condom weekend too, by the way. <laughs> raw dog. We're raw dogging all weekend long. Me, me and Brady are sharing a room. We're going to run dog. that by legal. We're raw dogging. Well, it's just us. You do what you want, but we're not providing any rubbers for you. You raw dog, you raw dog on your own. Who's going to be the giant Indian at the ceremony after? Well, I would be the giant Indian in this particular <laughs> relationship, but I'll wear the dress. I mean, and it does look like Brady and I getting married, like a little short, bald guy and this. <laughs> this is all Indian. I'll put the dress on for the for the last. Heels? Oh my god! Oh, if you, you would beg me not to wear heels. You have to wear heels when we go out. Put the flats on. It emasculates me. You know what emasculates you more? When I'm burying it in your butt. Oh. <laughs> That's real emasculating. So let's shut up about that. I'm wearing the heels tonight, darling. <laughs> I look pretty in heels. I didn't make these calves bubble just to walk around in flats. Could you at least wear, like, a wedge? No. Ah! Now he's 6'5". I look like an idiot! (laughs) I'm half a man! I'm going to make you half a man. You don't shut up. Keep that mouth open. Yabbing away. I'm going to put something in it. You'll be sorry. Take your big tarvey. It's time for dinner. (laughs) You forget again? I love you. I'm sorry about the whole heel thing. That's Brady and I in Las Vegas. Is that what you're wearing? Yeah. Well, you're towering over me. I look like a... This is ridiculous. How do I look at this? (laughs) Brady, the red heels... Be honest. Which shoe's better? I think they both look nice. You never make decisions. We're late. I've changed three times. (laughs) That wouldn't be a problem with me at all. (laughs) Blue heel, black heel. Come on. Help me out. I think they both look nice. Well, that does me no good. Just wandering around, slamming doors. Just doesn't care. 
How come you're wearing heels? Oh, they are cutting the cake. I've seen yeah, this. Like, this is the one I, I saw. That that, that's just, oh, just a, a picture. Image. Yeah, just so scroll. there is one where, because that's the one I saw. They cut cake. She, she walks down the aisle, and then she cuts cake. And at the end, they're hu- oh, kissing. He kind of kisses, and then they hug. And the one we saw, they ki- they kissed. They had a lot of B-roll on that shoot, John. They've oh, got like I think it's a real wedding. Before. I think they just filmed those two so? really getting married. We'll pay for it. Oh. I don't know what this one is. Oh, it's another one of them getting married. They just- um, and, and since we are offering the full screen panel, then you can get... Hey, that's him. Oh, yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, it's a four, almost a four-minute commercial. Following her around. Him. How about that? Oh, it's the best commercial on TV. And I'm kind of happy for him, to be honest with you. I've been following their story for a while. <laughs> I didn't think that dude would ever find love. You know, six foot five, two eighty two, <laughs> putting a big red dress on, finding heels size fifteen. That's not easy. It's like going to Bob Lanier, the transvestite, giant share, and uh, it is a lot of face on that. You could do advertising on that head. It's a big person. And she found that tiny little dude and just wrecks him. You don't want to know what's under that dress. <laughs> Be like bachelor party. My oh. name's Tim. I also fix BMWs. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. What's under that dress does more damage to Mexico than the cartels. I mean, that thing is crushing. She's picking flowers and stuff. Ow, the thorn gets around the thorn. <laughs> the thorn in the rose. Son of a b- What are you guys running out of the ro- room for? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got the fill. A lot of blood. A lot of blood, Sal. My name's not Sal anymore. <laughs> it's Sally. Dick. <laughs> Go get me a goddamn band Stop filming. Get me a band-aid. Why is Carl Malone running? <laughs> anyway. It's ma'am. <laughs> it's ma'am. <laughs> It's a love story. It's a big Tarvey love story, and I get a kick out of it. Anyway, sorry. I've gone on and on about this. It's golden ticket flyaway. That's what we're worried about. And in about uh, 40 minutes, the uh, the doors open, and you never know. When you start hearing it, then you call. Because I've got a golden ticket. Get ready for it. We've explained it thoroughly. 602-585-9800. got to throw that 602 in for the folks who are affected by it. going to be a lot of weird dialing because that area code thing is hit or miss. I'm never going to remember that. Uh, uh, so what do you got on the big board of musical treats there? Bro? I don't know. I'm still watching her Big Tarvey commercial. Yeah. Oh, right, still uh, on it. oh yeah. she's crying. That's, that's a proposal. <laughs> All right, Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Weather was great this weekend. I woke up uh, Saturday morning a little bit late, and it was 76 degrees out. I'm like, all right, that's it. Took the bike out. Ugh. Feels good. Uh, oh, it was it was amazing. But you know, it's right now. It, it's been parked all summer, so now it's time to get it in for a tune up. And uh, right now, mention KUPD at Action Ride Shop. They're going to give you ten dollars off a full bike tune up. And uh, if you got a new, you need a new bike, no problem. They got uh, all the bikes from Santa Cruz and Kona are on sale right now, plus a full line of Pivot bikes in stock. So beautiful. Check them out, ActionRideShop.com, or just go visit Josh and the boys on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Velvet Revolver, Royal Blood, Ooh. Rob Zombie, Mastodon, Judas Sucker Priest. Sucker Train Blues is about as good as it gets. Yeah. That's a great Velvet Revolver song. I've uh, heard that for long. Judas Priest Turbo for uh, Dave McKay. Uh, <laughs> Turbo really touches all the players' bottoms. <laughs> Linkin Park, Megadeth, uh, New Danko Jones, Metallica. Let's do the Velvet Revolver. I haven't heard all Sucker right. Train Blues in a while. That's a great song. You got that one? I can get it. A great song. Let me see if I have. 
Nathan, one of our homosexual listeners, says, John, I've seen that commercial 50 times. I've always thought that was a real woman. I guess maybe Gadar needs some more fine-tuning. Well, the whole point of the commercial is people assigned female at birth can't take it. So they wouldn't even have a girl in it. You do need to tune that up a little, Nathan. You've been out of the game for too long. It's hilarious. And them getting married. I mean, I was genuinely pleased for them. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then rolling on my back laughing. I can't get up. I can't get up. And I was alone. So I could have died that way. I can't, I can't get up. I can't get up. I can't get up. I was laughing too hard. I was so weak. Because <laughs> it was like Luke and Laura from the early 80s. Only no fanfare. <laughs> the big Tarvey wedding. For <laughs> so the first time I saw that commercial, all I thought was that little guy's not going to make it. But he's got... Protected. Let's just say he's got a good chin down there. <laughs> he can take a punch. John, there are so many subtleties in that commercial. You just you just mentioned one. He yeah. says, right as they say, you must be more than a man to yeah. take Vic Tarvey. Yeah. As they show the woman. Yeah. The they know. Like, they're like, you, people assigned female at birth don't need this. So let's not fool ourselves and think that that's a, an assignment. That just, <laughs> the thing walking down the aisle has a dick. And that's okay. But man, oh man, when you're just trying to eat some microwave scrambled eggs for dinner and watch some OP live, that one, that one, that's a curveball I wasn't ready for. The marriage, I didn't see that coming. I didn't even watch them court. I just knew at the club one night they were having a hell of a time. Now where does the story go? Yeah, I didn't even see him on a date. I didn't like Big Tarvey didn't do a commercial with them at dinner once, kind of awkwardly going, "I guess this is a thing." Honeymoon shoot coming up. Well, well like him putting a ring on, like a giant ring. It would be, it would be a massive <laughs> to go over her huge finger. They could have done that commercial first, but no, they just went right for it. And so I wondered, you know, while I was giggling on the floor, I wonder if she's pregnant and they had to speed this up. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> she missed her period for the last 31 years. <laughs> when you think about it, that's the benefits of gay. There are no periods. It's pretty good. Never ruins vacations. Little metamucil and an enema, and everything's clean. Little barren. <laughs> well, that's a bad one, as I've discovered from talking to my gay friends. If you don't clean it up, and you're willing to go back there, you're just dirty. Sam Smith talks about it in that song with Kim Petras. You don't know how to keep your business clean. It's a lot of flakes, Brady. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> a lot of a lot of, co- a lot of cocoa puffs in it's the back seat. Over yeah. there. <laughs> it's now God intended. And you're right. <laughs> It couldn't have been. You're right. There's no way. God's like, you know what else they could do? Uh Uh-uh. But you shouldn't have put it so close because now we're interested. (laughs) Mommy don't know it's getting Yeah, if it was up in our shoulder, we probably wouldn't even think about it for sex. (laughs) But it's so close to the stuff. I wonder what would happen if you put it, say, here. Hey, it worked. (laughs) Felt like you were putting glass in there. You know, you get used to it. Arizona's most powerful. Powerful. Rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? All right, then. I just uh, I just told the boys today's questions for the set jet super flyway golden ticket Las Vegas birthday boy vacation. The show is 22 years old. We got to take it to Vegas. It's the only kid I got. My kid's turning 22. We're getting it drunk. 
We're getting it a hooker. And we're doing it in a classy fashion. I can't wait. So I just read the boys the questions for today. Brady actually predicts we'll get a winner on the first day. He thinks that the questions will be pretty easy, and he thinks we're going to get a winner. We'll see. Today's questions are probably the easiest. Well, no, I don't want to say easiest, but if you've been listening for it's a while. It's winnable. Time, very winnable. Yeah, it's, and every day will be winnable, but you got to get five of them, and sometimes you just might not be in tune with the question we got. Today's questions, I think you're right. I think we can knock this out. We'll see. I did throw in, it is a Monday. It's a Monday. And you got to, you know, people's brains don't function properly on Mondays. We'll see, especially after the Cardinals mess. Your, your mind's on something else. First couple of weeks of football have been crazy. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters. And how about Hooters for lunch, everybody? Every Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. Two bucks off any 10-piece wings, fish and chips, salads. And uh, you can watch the Steelers and Browns play tonight there if you want to. We've got the football specials. They start at 6 o'clock. It's all happening right there with our friends over at Hooters. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Cheeseburger Day. Now, now. Well, it was double minute. Cheeseburger on, Day last week. Right. Oh, come on. All right, Andy Reid. Calm her down. <laughs> There's some deals to be had. <laughs> Go on. McDonald's, double cheeseburgers. Well, that was, wait a minute. Now, double cheeseburger know, was Friday. I know, but this is what they're doing, 50 cents today through their app. So if you order it on the app, you get it for 50 cents. Wendy's Fake news. through Friday, <laughs> junior bacon cheeseburgers cost one cent with any online purchase. Wait, you, they just throw in an extra burger when you order something online? Yeah. Here you go. Here's more. Dairy hey. Queen, free cheeseburger with any order. Of one dollar or more. So if you spend a bucket Dairy Queen, they're throwing a cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yeah. Jesus. And Whitey Cassell, White Castles, buy one, get one sliders through Wednesday. I always worry when you have nicknames for cool places. Like when you nickname a place, you've made it adorable. Whitey Cassell's, WC Steakhouse. I, <laughs> I don't like it. Why did you do that? I don't know. I promise you this, though. Unlike when they do it with Andy Reid, we're not going to parade Brady around during recovery. That's just not going to happen. No, no, no. Get him out of here. It's bad radio. Although, really, what's the difference? By the way, the White Castle is per customer, so you can't keep ordering. Just have a fake mustache in the car, like Brady, and a top hat and a monitor. <laughs> you know how to get around Different that. suits, and evil, an evil outfit. You have all that stuff. Good day, good day. A couple of baseless fun facts. About 55% of the streaming content on uh, Netflix is their original content. Oh, the They've been stuff. around for 26 years. They don't ever purge? It's all on there. Ugh. But their first Netflix originals release was? I have no idea. House of Cards. Oh, was it? Wow. Debuted 10 years ago. Watergate didn't just play a role in the Nixon scandal. The hotel. It also played a role in the Clinton one. The Watergate Hotel did? More or less the complex, because when Monica Lewinsky, the news broke, she hid in her mother's condo at the Watergate complex for a month. No kidding. Yeah. Yikes. We might have done this one before, but um, balls to the wall is actually an aviation term. The control sticks on some of the military planes 
have a grip that's shaped like a ball, and the pilots would push them all the way to the wall in front of the cockpit to go as fast as possible. No kidding. So except they're aviation genius. Yes. We're talking about flying. Wow. All right. Well, it doesn't make sense to think of your balls. So it had to be something like that, because why would you smash your balls against the wall? I don't know. Some of the videos I've shown. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. It's <laughs> <laughs> proven that balls to the wall also, that weirdos do stuff like that. Balls to the heel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pomegranate translates to seeded apple in Latin. Got a quick wild America. Oh, well, that was an interesting way to say that. <laughs> Hello, my friends. <laughs> Brady Bogan here with your Wild America. And it's quick. Okay. We had a mama bear, black bear, and her cub. Uh, They broke into a delivery van, a Krispy Kreme donuts delivery van. They deliver? Oh, deliver to the... I see what you're saying. Going to, like, stores and stuff. Yeah. Uh, We found a couple things out. They, They did not demolish all the donuts, but they do like one in particular because they had a choice. They went after the donut holes. Oh, and yeah. And they left majority of the glazed plain donut holes left. They went after the chocolate ones. Because animals smell poison. And they go through uh, they go through the trash and pick and stuff. So you give a dog, like, like when I spill soda, my dog smell it. And I'm like, ugh, what's this? You put that in your body? And I'm like, I pour it in there. But I freak out if they even want it. I like, that's how bad I know soda actually is. Is that when I spill it all over the place, I keep them away. No, don't drink that. It's complete poison. Because I drink the diet. They ate 20 packages of donut holes. Wow. Diabetic bears. They're going to lose their feet. That's your wild America? That was it? Quick one. You weren't kidding. I don't know uh, if you saw this, but... um, the director of a high school marching band got arrested in Alabama Thursday night. His name's Johnny Mims. He's been the band director at the high school near Birmingham since uh, 2018. His school's football team won a game, 27 zip, on Thursday night. And according to reports, the bands from both schools continued to play long after the game was over. Police asked the directors for both bands to stop. So everyone could go home. Right. Guess they had a band challenge or they're like a, going back and forth on songs. I don't know. The other school's band said, fine, we're out of here. Johnny Mims, keep uh-uh. playing. Never stop playing. Police eventually decided to arrest him. He resisted. They say he refused to put his hands behind his back and shoved a cop. <laughs> so they tased him. All in front of the kids? He's now facing charges of disorderly conduct, harassment, and resisting arrest. The school's superintendent put out a statement, said they're not commenting until they finish gathering all the facts. There's a mugshot of Johnny Mims. He snapped. Not what I expected. He looks a little more like Squid, Squidward than I do. If Squidward was a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got the terrorist beard. Occasionally I grow that. Swiss International They didn't Airlines. say why the kids stuck around? Are they afraid of uh, the conductor Mims? Like if I think they're jamming, you know. They just and when the other jamming. band went home, they're like, Mr. Yeah, Mims, can enough. we go? Now? Like, what about the bus driver and, like, every, like, parents waiting and all that? 
Yeah, maybe they just, you know, staying up late. There's more Thursday to this. Night. I think he had a gun, and they knew it. <laughs> Who knows? That's what... Blow that motherfucker right now. I'm going to shoot you in the face, nerd. Could have been Not one of those... nerd. You play the tuba, you a nerd. Toot it. Could have been, you know, one of those not his tempo type of deals. <laughs> not my tempo. All right, we're going to do whiplash. <laughs> this is hard. We're going to do it until we do it right. Nerds. We're not nerds. You in the band, you a nerd. Trust me. I was in the band. This is the best I got. I'm a high school band teacher. I'm a bigger nerd than I was when I was a band nerd. You never say football nerds. Just band nerds. It's not fair. Play. Toodle. A Swiss international airlines plane took off from Zurich, Switzerland to Spain last weekend without any checked suitcases on board. Problem wasn't um, a bad worker. There's no workers. Oh. There was a lack of ground staff to handle the baggage, so the flight was delayed more than an hour. Then they just decided to let the plane go so it would keep the rest of the schedule on track. Fact is... Uh, that intentional decision went, you know, makes it worse because yeah. uh, they told the passengers that their baggage wasn't on board after they took off, and they were been waiting for two hours for their bags. Oops, we don't have employees to do that. Just take the plane. The airline says they are able to get most of the luggage to Spain the next day. The rest arrived the day after. Oh my goodness! It's unclear what they're doing to compensate the passengers, if anything. Sorry. So they intentionally just, just take the plane off. Keep they, it on time. They won't even notice they don't have bags when they land. They'll be so happy. Get them drunk. 2023's Ig Nobel winners are announced. That's the dumb Nobel Prize, right? Stupid Nobel stuff. Yeah. Like wastes of money and bad research programs. Yeah, like, for example, in chemistry and geology, a paleontologist explain the reasons why geologists and paleontologists like to lick rocks. It's, uh... And their findings? It's not like they like licking rocks, but they said a piece of regular... uh, Licking a regular rock, not much of a taste, but it has a piece... If it has a piece of fossilized bone, it'll stick to your tongue. Great. Now, I'm going to lick rocks. I'm probably old white dog turds thinking it's rocks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damn it, Brady. Now you planted this one and we go out licking rocks. Make sure you see that fo- uh, fern on there because you can find that. Oh, yeah. Those are f- little fossils on there. But that's bo- that's not bone. Sometimes so it's work. fish bone. Yeah, if you can find a fish. Yeah, because they look like little fern leaves. We'll give it a try. But you don't need to lick it if you can see that. <laughs> you already know it's bone. You're an idiot. Wait a minute. Is this a prank? Yeah. What they're doing is picking up rocks that could be bones. Yeah, not that, fossils. That would be a chunk. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about I, fossils. Maybe you're right. Yeah, of course I'm right. <laughs> if you see the fossil, you don't need to lick it. Like, look what I found. You've already got something. They're picking up, like, what, this may be a rock, this may not be. When I'm four-wheeling, you go out to Table Mesa, I was convinced everything out there was bones. And Brett's like, just keep driving. I'm like, what? <laughs> Mind your own business. Your, when I took Brett out four-wheeling that, at night that time, I've never seen anybody more giddy sitting in the back seat. Look at all the hiding places. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? We're not playing hide and seek. That night run was amazing. But when you're out there, all the bones, all the bones, all the rocks are See? white. It's weird. And they're chunked all over. I mean, it looks like loads of little tiny, you know, uh, 
caps and like strange, you know, a ball and socket joints, but they're just rocks. But now I know to lick them. In medicine, a study using cadavers to explore whether there is an equal number of hairs in each person's two nostrils. No way. It's not equal. No way. But they found the average nose hair count per nostril is between 120 and 122 hairs. And I can grow those in a day because I'll sit and shave it out. They the grow next day quicker as you get older. Crazy how much hair wants to come out of my nose. And I, I would prefer it if I had bushels. It's worse when you've only got one. And now you know what's weird. And I know a lot of you guys can relate to this. This is all new to me. Thick, heavy silver hairs shooting out of my nose like overnight like i went to bed everything was fine i woke up and i've got a it's like a, a i don't know what the hell it is it's like a wire it's it's like if you could hold on to them you could make a nice little wire brush Tarzan could swing to the other nostril <laughs> <laughs> it is a weird silver like fiber optic i don't know what it is but it is thick and i'll wake up and i tug it and my whole nose moves and I put it in my eye. Everybody likes that. But silver ones, they're new. In psychology, experiments on a city street to see how many passerby stop to look upward when they see strangers looking upward. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. Awesome. It's the same as when you get into an elevator and one guy's facing the wall. Everyone eventually does. And Maybe this wall opens up. Yeah, they're like, oh, it goes that way. In physics, a study measuring the extent to which ocean water mixing is affected by sexual activity of anchovies. Say again? A study measuring the extent to which ocean water mixing is affected by the sexual activity of anchovies. What is ocean water mixing? Well, you, the mixing in with the saline, how much of the saline in the fresh water is affected by the anchovies getting it on. Aren't ancho- are anchovies in fresh water? No, they're salt water. So why would they mix? It might add to it. it might, they might. They might put another element to the you don't know. ocean water. You don't I don't know, know the You results. don't know what ocean water is. See, that's what I just needed that. You're not going to get, you're just going to get the awards, not the results. Look so is up. it, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, don't be a Do dick. your own work, pal. Look, you've turned into an old, li- an old library. If you don't know how to use the Dewey Decimal System, it's not my problem. Teach me. So it was basically what you just said was just how much anchovy messes with water. the water. That's how but I'm looking at it. ocean water mixing. Yeah. Let me see that. <laughs> You're missing a word. Give me that. Oh, it's because it's only a single sentence and he didn't. He's right. What? <laughs> doing the headlines again? A study measuring the extent of which, of which ocean water mixing is affected by the sexual activity of anchovies. Ocean water mixing. Mixing with what? It doesn't say and Brady didn't look. I gave you the answer. See, now, I would, you put a star next salt. to it. I would have wanted to know that. That's where you and I are different. I'm like, I better go. I wonder what that means. Questions, man. There's two things. You're going to make something Waste up and make a fool of yourself. Here we go. Don't. I'm warning you. Two words. No, don't, don't do care. it. Better be don't care. Don't you don't care. care. Do it. You don't care. Then why did you star it and tell us? Because you did care. This asterisk says different. If it affects uh, the closest mm. thing I come to anchovies is uh, Caesar dressing. <laughs> if it affects that. That's then, the mixing you care about. Yeah. <laughs> Whether I'm mixing lettuce in with my Caesar salad. Are there trophies in it? I'll have a Caesar salad, hold the anchovies and the lettuce, put it on a flat bread with some tomato sauce, cheese, pep mush. 
<laughs> That's not a Caesar salad, sir. Hey, who's the chef around here? Go f- get my pep mush Caesar salad on flatbread with tomatoes and mozzarella. This Canadian got busted, uh, Jeremy Wallace. He went for an ambitious swim. It ended in federal charges. Uh, he swam. He took off at Michigan, swam across the border to Canada. Oh, wow. Went the other way. He went from Canada to Michigan. Okay. Then walked uh, 16 miles, found a pawn shop, stole a gun, pawn shop, and tried to swim it back in his... He had a side holster there that he sure. kept the gun in. They busted him across the border. Love that's not the pawn shop we think of. I'd love to try that. <laughs> oh, man. Try that in yeah. MMP. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> that's not happening. No, he'd have been in the water. Oh yeah, but he wouldn't have been swimming. Nope, the few holes. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. <laughs> Ambitious swimmers, not a bad band name. <laughs> There's uh, finally we got this study um, that asked men and women. The study was specifically about climaxing and the things that prevent women and men from getting there. Some of the highlights here prevent men from getting there and women. I understand that. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other the one. I got that part. Yeah, you're right. We don't care about I that. I even know they climax. First of all, that's news. Secondly, why would a man have trouble with it? Forty-six percent of the women. How bad does she smell? Have faked it before. <laughs> but also, thirty-eight percent of men have faked it before. The yeah. top mood killers can lead to faking it. Bad breath was number yeah, that's one. That's huge. Turn her around. The position. The temperature of the room. When they say the position, you know what that means, right? Too much beehole. Visible. Might be. Yeah, trust me. The temperature of the room. The lighting. That's ugly. That's just the person with us too ugly and you got too many lights on. And just overthinking it. Top That's... things that can help people get there. More foreplay. Dimming the lights. <laughs> Turning the lights off because they're ugly. Uh, the top things women want more of in bed money more cuddling no. more kissing more romance maybe a massage first the only reason they want that is because we don't exactly Brett. <laughs> top things men want you know what if we here's the thing i know for sure if we're like because i've talked to girls who say all i want to do is cuddle and sometimes i just want to get pounded when the guy gives them what they want they want the opposite of it yep Women have curly hair, they want straight hair. They got straight hair, they want curly hair. They want to get pounded. The guy's all romantic. But if he's romantic, they want to get pounded. He's he's kind of like too soft. Oh, you! every study says you guys want romance and love. and Yeah, but sometimes you just want to get nailed. Okay. It gives you that. But this time I wanted cuddling. It's whatever we want, they're going to want the opposite of it. He's a nice guy. The way they were, but that's exactly right. Poor Larry. All that guy tries to do is do what he's, you know, nice to you. Top things men want, seeing you strip. <laughs> yep. All right. ones are cuddling. You're More nonsense. boinking in general. <laughs> right. Correct. And uh, guys would also like more kissing. Yeah. According to that survey. We'd like, to do, like you to shut up about your needs and get carnal. That's what a guy wants. Knock it off with this being meaningful. And so precious. It's really gross. 
Like nothing about this is beautiful. <laughs> you guys, you guys tried to make that. Women tried to make it beautiful. There's nothing beautiful. You ever see animals do it? And you ever look at it? and Go, God, that's beautiful. It's horrific to watch. And porn is dirty and gross and weird. There's nothing pretty about it. Wait, 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 it's a beautiful act between two people. No, it's not. It's me licking things that I would, you know, call the health inspector for in any other situation. <laughs> Think about what you do. That a health inspector would be like, all right, you can't ever eat here again. Like the stuff you're putting in your mouth and the things you get on your fingers. Porn, people just spitting on each other. It's illegal everywhere else. Like if somebody just walked up to you and went, Nero lubed up. You'd be like, you're going to jail. <laughs> somebody does it to you in that situation and it's hot. It's like hockey. Hockey fights send you to jail, but only on a hockey rink. Safe, easy to do it there. It's dirty. It's gross. We want carnal. We want you to be quiet about the precious nature of it. Pull a shirt over your spouse tonight like a yeah. hockey fight. Right. Just, yeah. just pull a sweater over her head and go. That's what guys actually want. More like a hockey fight. Yeah. We want it to be like like a wrestling match that turned into like some, That's why no woman ever wrote a soap opera where two people are fighting and slapping each other and then they make out. A guy wrote that every time. Because as I want to punch you, I really, now I just want to give it to you. Chicks are weird. It's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful act. Have you have you seen it? There's hairs and bee holes and juice and sweat. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It ain't pretty though. Less talking, less precious, more carnal, more caveman. You're gross. All right, more cuddling, more kissing, more talking, more love. But I want to. I just want to get. Of course, it's the opposite of whatever I'm getting. We're going to have a lion weekend theme. So I'm going to bite you on the neck and we'll copulate between 80 and 100 times this weekend. <laughs> That's what every guy thinks they're going to yeah. do. But essentially, it's like, go wipe yourself off, pig. Lion sleep this much? <laughs> yes. Jeez, that was just once and he's already asleep. If you want to cuddle, I'm basically a corpse afterwards. Climb on. I'm not even going to notice. Exactly. I want you to hold me. I don't have the energy, sister. I gave you all I got. <laughs> Fresh out. Basically, when I'm finished, it's like pulling the oil plug on a car. You can't start it again. Not for a while. I want to cuddle. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm barely capable of moving. You can cuddle all you want. But don't wake me. Yeah. <laughs> just get your goddamn cold feet off me. What the hell? Go put some socks on. All right. You got the videos? Yes, I got some right. radio videos. That's right. And it's past eight, so the window for that golden ticket sounder is open. Could happen any moment now between eight and ten o'clock. First one is a couple of uh, ladies carrying an umbrella, trying to keep the raindrops off their head, oh. but not paying attention. Okay. They're walking down the middle of a road a with an umbrella in front of them. That is a big-ass front. Oh, no! And Stop! And oh! Too late. It is a huge truck backing up. They walked right into it, and then one of them gets stuck under the tires. Oh! Raindrops keep... <laughs> ah! <laughs> that umbrella didn't protect them from that. Wow. Not only bad drivers, evidently just bad generally on the road yes. all the time. <laughs> those, those Asian women didn't see that at all. We've got a raging bull, John, and this could be your um, uh, diabetes concern, your health concern. I'm not really concerned. Watching it. Could be part of the commercial, like a time to lose some weight. Oh, I see. Okay. Because the fence doesn't support, or his balance, because of his weight. Oh, see, fat guy on a fence. over. <laughs> fat guy on a fence falls in with the bull, and the bull's 
Bull's struggling it's to lift him. It's kind of scary I'll here because he's doing the Ned Beatty from Deliverance, and then he gets him turned around. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he's got him bent over. Yeah, oh, now he's got now head he's facing on. Him. Oh, this is bad. Now they, why not let all the cows go? <laughs> because I think that worked. It did it work. Because it just, he went with the herd after How about that? <laughs> Somebody's idea was open the gate more bulls. That one will oh. stop killing that. Andy Reid will stop getting killed by that bull <laughs> if we let more bulls out. Now my ass. Squeal like a pig. I gotta now be honest. Squeal like a pig. I'd have fought the dude at the gate going, don't open the door, not more bulls, but turns out that's... Well, how about that guy at the gate? He's like, no, nope, I'm closing this door, and I'm not coming out there. <laughs> turns out that's right, the right days. move. Uh, man. That's... What was that about? <laughs> and the fat guy, I gotta hand it to him. He was tough. Doesn't look too too worse for wear after Whoa. that. <laughs> I think the worst part was the fall off the fence. I can't get up. I can't get up. This bull's raping me, man. I told you, not the black one. <laughs> he probably said something uh, bad to the black bull because he looks like a redneck. <laughs> I swear to you, I would have fought the guy at the gate. Got to open this. No More bulls need to go out there. I'm like, you're crazy. That's a bad idea. I'm keeping the gate closed. I would have gotten that guy killed. Next one's a couple of Eagle fans. My thought for a guy who just got hit by a car is not hit him a few more times. Yeah, no. Uh, release more cars. I stopped traffic. You've seen this one? Would have been wrong. Love this one. Yeah, this is good. Oh, no. He's an Eagles fan. You're looking great. Go Birds. Let's go Birds. E-L-G-S-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-
Ever forever, I think is the that's the diagnosis. Sweet. All right, Bert, knock it. Right, I just got I just got one today, and this is very similar to one that Brady showed. But hey, what, what the hell? Brett Festley, everyone. What's that? Yeah, that's, that's an old lady grabbing her boobs. Yeah, what are you looking I at? I didn't. What's your last scent over? What was your last? Search? Yeah, what are you? That's a Crandall search. Right, that's enough. Oh, right. oh, and it's a GIF? Oh, yeah. come on. Oh, it's, Double it's, cheeseburger it's worse day. than the lady that comes out of the tub in The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Get it off. <laughs> so very similar is uh, oh, Brady's first video. Asian. Here. A little surveillance uh, camera work here. It's a parking lot in some Asian country. I recognize the letters as Asian ones. Uh, Asian woman walking in the middle the of wrong. it. There's a car coming up behind her. She's drifting. She's drifting. She drifts right in front of a moving car. That was and it's oh, the guy doesn't count. Oh my god! Hit, hit the wrong. It's it says Asian, Brett, but I think that's Italian. That <laughs> that's was an Italian definitely car. nope. An Asian woman gets out of the yeah. Toyota and goes back. Oh, I can't believe this happened. Oh, she walks away, so she's dead. Yeah, she ran over a woman. That old. Did you guys gas. see this thing on TMZ? Those two people. That we're filming as they're driving down the road and see a guy on a bike, and then one the passenger goes, "Get his ass!" What? And they no. hit and kill him, and then they're just laughing and they posted it. Whoa! What happened to TMZ? Where's uh, the celebrities involved? Yeah, with what this? happened? Well, why am I not dealing with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's romance? <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see strangers. It was horrible. Wow! And they're la- get his ass, and they and they just start laughing. They, they hit him. Like from behind, guys riding on the right side of the road. They get behind them and just run them over. Flies over their car. It's it's horrific. Yeah, but they're going to be in jail. But they posted it. Ugh. They like live streamed it or something. It's crazy. It's going viral, bro. And TMZ's got it. All right. That's got it. it. Oh, that's it. All that's right. It. Good. There you go. We're light right. today. That's okay. All right. We need to be light today because today is a big day. Homebrook's Morning Sickness 22nd birthday golden ticket flyaway. The show started August 27th, 2001. We were supposed to do this when the show turned 21, but, you know, we did it. Now we're doing it at 22. Got all our ducks in our own thanks to our friends over there at SetJet for putting this together for us. If you don't win the golden ticket this way, you can still guess the temp at 98kupd.com. That goes on until, I think, the end of this week. And keep guessing for Saturday. Uh, do both. But we'll try it today. So if you hear the golden ticket sounder, anytime now to 10 o'clock, call 602-585-9800. We'll take the eighth caller. We'll quiz you five questions. Five. Count them five questions about the show. If you get all five right, you're hopping on the set jet with us. You're going to Vegas. And you have not flown like this before. You're gonna. The best part of this trip, no matter what, is going to be flying on that plane. And I, and I joined immediately. It's worth it. Your car drives to the plane. You get out, get on the plane, and then they take your car and park it for you. No more wandering through, getting wanded and anally probed, and then you got to sit at like a, a weird restaurant, a bad airport food for two hours. You drive to the plane... Get on the plane. Unreal. So much better than everywhere else. The inside of the plane. Oh, it's the best part. Yeah, it's going to be the best part of the trip. That's the thing I'm most excited about. I can't wait. It'll be fun seeing Shinedown. I love Adam Ray. He's funny. I just want to be on the plane. And you could be. Golden ticket. 
It's coming up. Listen for the thing. I want to do it early, so I might hit that button early today. But you never know. It's not up to me. It just it just happens. We have no control over the golden ticket sounder. It's coming up. There goes your Brady report. It's ninety eight KUPD. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. There's a band just makes your radio better. That's Chevelle. They're great. And they're coming to town, too. And that's that's a hell of a show. If you haven't seen Chevelle yet, Three Days Grace and Chevelle together is a, a good show. You can bring uh, the lady. She's not going to lose her mind saying, I don't like this too loud or otherwise. Or, ladies, you can bring your wimpy husbands to that and say, you're going to enjoy this. But Chevelle puts it out there. They rock. Good old-fashioned rock and roll. Chevelle just makes sure they're everybody's fourth favorite band. And I wish they were everybody. They're tight. Three-man group. Just good stuff. So go see that show. I believe that one is October 4th. Man, oh, man. 28th of October, or September. 30 days. It's 30 days. So it's two days before. So October starts with Foo Fighters and the Breeders on the 3rd. Three days, Grace and Chevelle on the 4th. Avenged Sevenfold, Falling in Reverse, the 8th. Guns N' Roses, the 11th. Also, Corey Feldman on the 11th. And I have a video of Corey Feldman's most recent performance. And it is one failure after another. Did you watch it when I said no, it? No, I was going to. Oh, gonna... my God. I'll put it, we'll put it on Facebook. Would you call it a failure? I mean, uh, for him, I mean... Thing, So he comes out, first thing he comes out, the guitar's like, all right, you want Corey to come out? We got to do the chant. He's, he's the king, the comeback king. He's the king, the comeback king. Nobody in the crowd knows what the guy's doing. So there's no chant started at all. Corey comes running out. They start the song. And the new girl replacing his the uh, his wife the who left angel? him. Yeah, the new angel. The, but the wife who left him. The lady he talked about when we had him on the show is the replacement. Doesn't know what to do. So they start the song. And he goes, wrong key. Really, everybody? Okay, start over. <laughs> so live, it's, He points to her and he goes, come on, get it started. Well, her keyboard's not working. So they start the song. Then at the end of the song, it's daytime. They've got one of those Gilbert Dad inflatable, I love my kids, let's have movie night by the pool screens. Those inflatable movie screens. And he goes, we got all sorts of cool video on this, so we set all this up. But we didn't realize in the daytime, you can't see it. <laughs> the running <laughs> video. Everything about it is a catastrophe, and it couldn't be more enjoyable. October 11th. Sells it even more. Feldman. The 11th. Oh, it made it so much better. The 12th, shine down. Uh, also, drowning pool and saliva at the marquee on the 12th. What a, what a lineup we got coming. And we'll be in Vegas the next day to watch Shine Down again yes. with one of you guys because that little sounder's about to drop. I'm anticipating this. What I'm doing here is stalling it. You got to listen to win. It's a great trick for ratings. Well, you hear the golden ticket sounder. Eighth caller, 585-9800. Eighth caller gets quizzed five questions. If you get all five of them, you're going to Vegas with us on a private jet from Set Jet. Staying at Resorts World, going to see Shinedown, going to see Adam Ray, hanging out with us for our 22nd birthday. You're going to get drunk with Brady. And that's my promise to you. Brady will get drunk and say something to a cripple. Because he almost always does. We will get Brady drunk in Vegas. It's going to occur. Who's your new Kovac? Actually, I'm going to Mickey Brady and give him some Adderall, too. We're going to mess him up. He might cry, get emotional. This is going to be good stuff. Rando, I love you. (laughs) Hey, Rando. Do you want to stay up in my room for uh, the night, Rando? Brady, I don't think that's right. Eh, f- I'm going to the Tap Dragon. We're going to have Brady chugging that Ego waffle whiskey. 
You're getting plastered. You don't even know it. Brunch in a bottle? Oh, baby. Can't wait to see this. Oh, it's going to be a blast. So get ready. When the sounder plays, get your little dialing fingers ready. In the meantime, it's Monday. It's time for your Guadalupe replay, which had uh, Stephen Hawking, uh, oversexed Stephen Hawking, Gay Leno, which people ask about how come it's Gay Leno, Brett's accidental invention. He's like, what about Gay Leno? Turn J Leno into uh, Jay Leno into Gay. Was that you? Uh, yeah. Brady, um, Brady, Brady won't yeah. let we you have ahead. any credit for anything. Well, we Look came up with multiple. Son of a bitch. Well, yours was I can, I can give him John only so Gay and much. Rich. It's all right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Boy, did you see him throw the finger? I know. You're not getting residuals on that, are you? It doesn't really I can't matter. believe he's taking it. I, mean, I didn't so. take anything. <laughs> I don't remember you coming up with Gay Leno at all. But it's Gay Leno. It was a thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, and Gay Leno ran off with it. Why did we do Gay Leno, though? I just started laughing because I probably uh, was just saying Gay Leno. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> That's probably it. You broke it down. Either way, it's your Guadalupe replay, and it's ready for you now. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? What would Brady do? It is time for What Would Brady Do? Still waiting for that golden ticket thing to show up. You never know when it's going to happen, but when it does, 602-585-9800, 8th caller gets the quiz and could be part of the golden ticket flyaway for our 22nd birthday. Oh, boy. Five questions. We'll see if we can get you on the set jet. Go see Shinedown. Adam Ray, hang out with us at Resort World up in Vegas. That's set jet, man. I'm telling you what. So listen for the golden ticket sounder, and when you hear it, dial away. Bert, kill the phones. They're cheating, just in case. Busy them up. Goodbye. <laughs> Don't take such joy in it. Bert has a contentious relationship with the phone. Uh, what we're ready to do is brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn, MMP Guns. If you're looking to get yourself all set up in the ammo world, look no further. And Mo Money Pawn, largest selection in, uh, I'll say, the world, but it's probably just uh, the, the area. But I'm just going to go ahead and say it, because who's going to test that theory? Probably not in the world. There's probably a bigger one. But still, you know what I'm saying. Uh, if you need anything, they've got it all. And if they don't have it, they'll get it. And toot sweet, they'll get it. It will be phenomenal. Uh, head on over there and tell them, I want to do this, want to do that. Get that uh, AR-15 class going. I'm looking to get that next one in. I think that would be great. Learn how to build it. Learn how to know. Uh, learn how it works. That's the most important part. And, of I course, the Byron special. And the Byron birthday special, which has been going on for months now. It runs from birthday to birthday, and then it starts right over. So Byron's birthday special, ask about it. When you go there, 12th Street and Indian School, it is Mo Money Pong. Uh, Brady, are you ready? Ready. All right. It is, um, what, what, uh, oh, 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 there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening, what do we do, what do we do? All right. We'll take a break. Brett's going to answer the phones. It happened, it happened right in the middle of what would Brady do? Uncle Charlie. It happened right in the middle of what would Brady do? And it's time for him to tell him, Hanks, give me that. Oh, my goodness. I'm very excited. Woo! Open the briefcase for the questions. We'll get the briefcase out. Brett's going to answer the phones. 602-585-9800. It's the very first shot at our 22nd birthday party up in Vegas, courtesy of SetJet. Oh. Do I have to read this? Just choices. Not all of it. Okay. 
Well, I'm, I'll read it all. I'm okay. because it's so choice. It's excited. I'll pick number two. With SetJet, you'll love your journey from start to finish. You can enjoy a true private jet experience with SetJet for a cost more compare or comparable to first class commercial ticket. Yeah, don't waste your time with that. Do SetJet. Get on the couch, man. Our big SetJet flyaway. You've never flown like this before. It's the best part of the trip. And it's going to be a hell of a trip. It's the 10 of the 1 to 10. The rest of the trip, we're going to try to hit 8 or 9. I know we're going to, have, we're going to knock into some, but the 10s are going if to be the jet. we can go 500. That's all we're looking for. I got truly, I got super duper excited. <laughs> so excited about this. Before we get to uh, answering the phones, because I like to drag things you up. Want me to unbusy him yet, or you want to? Oh, yeah, it? unbusy him, man. Oh, okay, we'll do that. Uh, Kyle says, I've been thinking about your Vegas trip, John, and I think you might have uh, things wrong on how you're picking people to go. I think you have it backwards. Most likely, the rando guessing the temperature is going to be the normal one, and all these other creeps are going to be the ones dragging along. And I'm like, geez, he might be right. Everyone else might be a stalker. You're asking questions only super fans know. Uh, not searchable on Google. You're going to end up finding Brady's corpse nude in a gutter behind Circus Circus. Well, then, 9 out of 10, like I said. <laughs> Think of the stories. And Kyle, you email me a lot. You could answer all these questions. What you're basically saying is, you're one of them. All right, it's here. That's the sounder we're looking for. The golden ticket happens. Eighth caller right now. We're going to quiz you. Uh, only super fans need apply. The golden ticket quiz coming up next. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. All right. Here we go. Very excited about this. Brett's answered the first seven lines. Yep. The next button he hits is caller number eight. We find out who it is will perhaps be the next passenger on our glorious set jet flight to Vegas on our 22nd birthday party. Golden ticket giveaway! By the way, if you use the promo code KUPD when you go to setjet.com, check it all out. Use promo code KUPD. Your first month's membership is free. Are we ready? I got a question. Okay, good. If we go to caller number eight here, they have no idea why they're calling. They still count. That's today's contest. Really? Yeah, that's it. Hey, we need new lawyers. Yep. By the way, did you dump my solo Viva Las Vegas drop? I did not. Viva Las Vegas. All right, we're good. I got it. We're good. I see how it's going to work. All right. Brett, hit the button. Let's find out who caller number eight is. God, he better be good. <laughs> or, or she. she. Yeah, well, hopefully a he. Hi there, you're caller number eight. Who's this? Hey, this is John G. from Peoria. John G. from Peoria. Oh, uh, how long? All right, he's a West Sider. Oof. You've never flown private before, have you, West Sider? I have not. It's going to be awesome. Me neither. And I've got a pretty decent life. <laughs> All right, John G., have you been listening for a long time? I have. I For about uh, 18 years now. Holy oh cow. Gosh. Why? Are you a weirdo? I mean, it's not going to matter if you get the questions right, but do you consider yourself a normal person or a nutbag? Dude, I can't hear you over the music. Oh, I'm man. sorry. What's That's up? my fault. That's my fault. No, I, I was going to say, do you consider yourself a normal or a nutbag? Oh, I'd be a normal man. You're normal. Right. Right, do you drink? Yes, sir. All right. Awesome. I do. Yes. Yes, sir. Way That's awesome. Right there. Oh, way too much. That's good. 
You're going to fit right in. With that <laughs> even Brady. Yeah, you and Brady are going to have ego whiskey. Uh, are you um, uh, Are you a drug user? No, sir. Okay, not no. that it matters. We could, you know, I'm just asking for, I don't know if it's a HIPAA violation or whatever, but I'm not a doctor. Well, what, what's on the table? What's on the table here? What are you talking about? The drugs? Drugs? I don't know. Yeah, it's there. Vegas. Whatever you want. How about you and I try Molly? <laughs> I'll go in oh. with you. We'll, we'll try a little Molly, maybe some ecstasy, and we'll wander around together and we'll look at the pretty lights. <laughs> All right, here we go. John John G., I'm rooting for you. Good luck. Five questions about the show. If you can get them, you're going to Vegas with us. You ready? Right on. All right, here, here we go. Question number one. <laughs> That's cool. What is Brady Bogan's real first name? Ooh. Um, gosh, this is this is pretty pretty tough. Yeah, it's rarely used. I'm going to go with uh, Bradley. This is Bradley. Brady, tell him what your real first name is. It's David. Oh. John. Womp, womp. <laughs> yeah, John. <laughs> we don't even need sound effects. John. John. <laughs> second try? Oh, no second oh. try. No second try. Well, that was it's a Monday. All right, John, sorry about that. First one's out. It's David. John's so out. You can try again, though, John. He can try. Not today, but some other time. Bradley Brady Bogan. Like Triple D. <laughs> well, or maybe just he thought we call him Brady because he couldn't say his own name, so it just came out Brady and attacked Wadley. It's David Brady Bowie. Day one, no winner. Brady, Man, it's, that, it's that quick, huh? You miss it, you're out. You got to get all five right. What happens if we got nobody on the plane on Friday? John? That's Where's the, the problem? problem? Yes. yes. And that rando from the guests in the temp contest. Yeah. <laughs> we got them lined up outside. <laughs> right. We'll take friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm rooting for you guys to pull these out. But uh, 18 years, you didn't I, I know. I thought that was an easy good. one. Honestly, thought that would be good. That we'd have a winner today. The other questions go into the kitty for tomorrow. We'll add a, another one. We'll see if we can get through five questions tomorrow. And again, that was a little disappointing. I was very excited. <laughs> and it just, it, uh, honestly, it kind of went to <laughs> real fast. All right, tomorrow, sometime between 8 and 10 o'clock, you'll hear the golden ticket sounder again. You know what we could do? Because we're not here Friday. We do another one this morning. <laughs> Brett's still dancing. I know. <laughs> I feel like I think we're watching we Ocean's right, Eleven, the I'll original. Because we're out Friday for sensitivity training. Uh, we'll do a second Double one. Double down? We'll double down. After the break. Oh, yeah, we got to do breaks and okay. stuff. Yeah, for sure. Don't worry <laughs> about doing it. Right Toledo's going to have a coronary yeah. over here. <laughs> Look here. Right. I already got a mother. Uh, so we'll get it together. All right, this break's coming up here. And then uh, before we leave, we'll go again. Maybe. Maybe. Not promising oh. anything. Maybe. Maybe. One of these days this week, we got to do it twice. The hook is in. <laughs> All right, sorry about that, John G. And John G., you can try again. If you lose, it's not like you're out forever. You can try again uh, next time the sounder runs. Maybe it'll run again sometime before 10 this morning. Maybe not. It's our big, magnificent flyaway to uh, Las Vegas on set jet. And by the way, 98 bucks off. Use the promo code KUPD. Or, oh, no, that's not right. It's the uh, first month free. Promo code KUPD. I don't know where I got that. I just made up my own <laughs> promo there for a second. <laughs> I just decided to give you an extra discount. I don't know how much I, don't know how much I just gave away, but... 
Tom will do it. It's cool. Uh, there you go. We tried one. Let's eh, let's do another one. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Right here, right now. Right here, right now. Ghost. Ah, that is a great song. You're right in the middle of it, Brady. Viva it happened again. Las Vegas. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, let's get right to it. We'll try again. Thanks to sensitivity training on Friday, we're not here. So we got to give five tries away this week for our... Uh, did I throw that away? Probably. Probably. Give it to Probably. Probably did. Give me that set jet thing again. There it is. Set jet taking us up to Vegas on their beautiful planes. Not a, and and, and uh, the CEO, Tom... You can't meet a better guy. He's cool. And I don't think you're going to meet him or anything when you go with us, but he's a cool guy. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to go hobnobbing around with us. But the whole staff up there in that building. Was oh, everybody was awesome. Good. Really cool people. Uh, forget long lines, crowded terminals, and the hassles of commercial airports. It's time to reclaim your travel experience. Well, that's true. Brady told that story this morning. A plane that left. Well, we don't have any employees, so just don't put their bags on the plane. <laughs> Fly them to Spain with nothing. Airlines have screwed everything up. So somebody disrupting it, putting this together, forget it. Set Jack. Head over there. Use promo code KUP to get the first month membership for free. You ready? You got all seven answered? I got seven. All right. Next one is eight, Bert. And that means you hit the button. We find out who the eighth caller is now. Super fans. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I am with you. I'm scared. Just go. Just close your eyes and hit the hit next. Okay. There it is. There. Hello there. Who's this? Hello. Hello. This is Aaron. What? Oh my God. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, get off your speakerphone. Sorry. Hold on one second. Damn you, Aaron. He needs a new phone, not All a right. plane ride. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you with me now? All right. There you go. We can hear you now. You How are? Okay? How, yeah, we're good. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing quite well. Are you ready to try this thing out, Aaron? You want to go to Vegas with us? Yes, I definitely do. All right. Have you been listening for a long time? Sounds normal, actually. A little bit, yes. A little bit. No, not to me. Sounds a little bit loopy. Are you are you Bonko or are you pretty normal? No, I'm pretty normal. All right. What do you do for a living? Uh, man, uh, welder manufacturer. Oh, you're kind of a regular blue collar fellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what kind of weight are you walking around on? What do you got? How much? How much you weigh? 180 pounds. 180 is in good shape. That's right. Brady's not going to recommend the M&M store. I was waiting. Like, if you said 380, it would have been a bad combo. You would have died up there. You don't have to shift the plane. Uh, Are you a drinker? I am. All right. Do you do a lot of hard drugs? No, I do not. Is there a chance we're going to have to bail you out? Negative. You got a record? Nope. Let's see what we got here. All right. All right. Well, then let's play the game. Are you I got ready? Come for one that yeah, question. Me too. That took it out. Here we go. Good luck. Here we go. Five questions. You ready, Aaron? I am. All right. Good luck. I want you to give the first and last name of everyone currently on the morning sickness. Uh, Brady Bogan. Uh, John Holmberg, Dick Toledo, uh, uh, 
Brett Pesley. Yes! Um, <laughs> that's us. That's currently on the show. That's one. You got one right. Four to go. Although it did sound like you said beat Vesley. I was, I was kind of getting a complex there. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thanks. Meat. It takes a while to make meat. a mark. <laughs> it could have been better. Like, I don't know, the bastard, the Dago, Fatty, and the bald guy. Right. We have selected that. Though. Yeah, those, those, are, those are pretty good answers. All right, here we go. Question number two. What was the name of Brady's restaurant? Uh, that would have been. Oh goodness! Well, it, it was just around for such a short time. No, that's not true. That's Don't the, no, no reason to take a swing. You son of a bitch! You're not on the plane yet. You can't take swings at him until we get drunk. Man. Oh, oh, um. Oh man, what was it called? Come on, man. The emails are already coming. Oh, yeah, you're getting destroyed by everybody online. What was Brady's restaurant called? I don't remember. You don't remember Brady's oh. restaurant. Well, you're, you're not alone. Yeah, I know. Oh. Go ahead, Brady. You, you, take you don't want to take back. a guess? Just throw something out there. Barbecue, barbecue, barbecue. It's a barbecue place. Start breaking it down. What do they serve at barbecue places? Ribs? That's right. Barbecue? It's not called Ribs the Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing terrible so far. <laughs> Although, maybe it would have worked better. Yeah, it was just as cut ass. and dry as Ribs the Barbecue. I don't it's know the answer. Owned by an illiterate. All right. Well, there you go. I'm sorry. We're going to have to let you go then. <laughs> not going to Vegas. Brady, what was the name of your restaurant? Porkopolis. Porkopolis. Sorry, buddy. What What's his name? Aaron. You don't remember your restaurant? You don't so remember long, Eric. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's a swipe. That's Brady's favorite phrase. <laughs> so long? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, damn it all. I was trying to think of an E, you know, name. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. Yeah. Well, or, or an A. That was an A, actually. Oh, it was an A? Okay. Yeah. So men, long, Anthony. Men spell Aaron with an A. Oh, well. Gave it a try. Next time you hear it, it'll be tomorrow. We tried two today, and we got one question right. Well, that pork obelisk one, as much as we've been all over that, you'd think someone would know that. It's working exactly as I expected, although I thought a couple of you would get two questions, right? Just one. But I'm sure the emails are like, these dumb mother Oh, yeah. My effing God was the title of the first email that came through. (laughs) Ironically, uh, Brady's the other name of his restaurant. (laughs) My God, ribs barbecue. Adam's ribs. That would have been a good one. F my life. Yeah. No. Well, you still get through. And these questions may pop up again. There's hundreds of them. And I just randomly grab them. Shan Man's here. Uh, that's it. Let's get to the entertainment drill. Very close, but we'll try again tomorrow. The big uh, 22nd birthday super shindig golden ticket giveaway from Set Jet and that. And keep trying on the Guess the Temp thing online. Go to 90kupd.com. Newacunit.com is getting you that Guess the Temp. It's happening Saturday. So... All the weather apps will tell you what the temperature is going to be. You just have to guess the proper temperature at 2.51 p.m. And uh, we'll take a rando out of that pile. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drills. Brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black self-defense training. Uh, they have all their seminars up there. I just uh, looked at their list of seminars. If you're not part of this thing, 
you're making a mistake. So many amazing things. There's been stabbings and people knocking each other around. Some guy just started knifing somebody at the Circle K over the weekend. Like, just you never know what lunatic's going to wander into your surface and sphere and your world. And uh, do you know what to do? All of us think we might. But can you put yourself to the test and say, this is what I was trained to do in case the world goes sideways? They do that for you up there. And any age, any shape you're in, uh, not any age, like an infant or something like that. You know what I'm saying. Like an adult. Don't bring any deadbeats in either. But uh, regular folks who want to become sheepdogs, that's it. You never know when you're going to be standing in the Circle K and some jackass comes in. But what they train you up there to do is recognize the jackass and start to figure out how not to be in those situations. Start to get the antenna up on when things don't look right. Because a lot of the times, that's when things aren't right. And they show you all that. All their seminars are incredible. Take a look at it. ReactDefense.com. That's where you go. They'll turn you into a sheepdog and you stop being a sheep. It's brilliant. You can be the person talking on the news, not the person that got knocked around on. How about that? Uh, Phoenix Lindale Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Snoop Dogg suffers from equinophobia. He's afraid of horses. Yep. Fear of horses. Says, I don't know why. I just, I'm effing scared of them. <laughs> Said, you ain't never seen me in a scene with a horse. No, nope, that's true. I've been in a scene with uh, ostriches, iguanas, not a horse. Like, get those mother effer- effers away from me. Shizzle, Dizzle, I never go no Kentucky Derby. And he joked about maybe he was the headless horseman in a past life. That's probably the accurate way to assess that. That's not weed talking at all. That's a logical... He did I've come say... to one conclusion. I must have been Ichabod Crane. Yeah, that's right. Did your, did your therapist come up with that, or is that just something you just pulled out of the air? He did say he's open to facing his fear someday. Um, oh, I want to watch that's that. That's if he's introduced to a baby horse. Uh, well, those are called ponies. I would love... Oh, a foal. A full baby horse? No, F-O-A-L. Oh, a yeah. <laughs> like a full. It's like a Shetland would be a little pony, but... Yeah, he wants. So he wants a newborn with those weird yeah. uh, octopus feet. Yeah, that we just weird. discovered that the other day. If you've never known this, Google uh, newborn horse hooves, and uh, it's the place where Split dreams. Feet. It's it's the it's the place where nightmares are born. I didn't know their feet were this. Me either. And some I forget the listener that sent it Friday, and I'm like, Brady, did you know what a newborn's horse hooves look like? No. <laughs> and I showed him. We both were like, What the f- is that? And ironically, those those used to be laying around in the kitchen floor at Porkopolis quite often. <laughs> that wasn't pork. That was the rib special. Yeah. Crazy. Drake is beefing with Halle Berry. Oh, I hate that when they beef those two. He used a picture of Halle Berry to promote his new single, even though she asked him not to. Um, he The picture is her being slimed at a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Oh. She said, no, don't use that. He went ahead and used it. Our old production or promotions guy used to do that. Just pay $35,000 and you get away with it. Remember that? We used some stuff that wasn't ours. You don't realize how guarded that is. Yeah. You think you're making a little joke and then somebody calls and goes, by the way, use that without permission. It's like thousands of dollars. Oppenheimer is now the highest grossing biopic of all time. What it passed. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Both boring. Uh, one of them is also fictional. Bohemian Rhapsody. Nothing about that's real. That's a good point. How is that a biopic? Rami Malek is so uh, made up. He's in both. In both. And he was Freddie Mercury in both, which was weird. 
he is the same character. Yeah, I found it very strange that Freddie Mercury helped with a nuclear. I didn't think that was real, but that was a cool addition. Ashton Kutcher resigned his post at a human trafficking organization. So now he they, can do it. They weren't actually doing it. Prevention. They, yeah, prevention. Right, right. They said, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to get out of that. Well, that's real spotlight on that, your human trafficking endeavor. He's still with that, the anti-human trafficking. Right. But he resigned his post at the... It's assumed that it was anti. <laughs> Safe. And then we talked about it earlier this morning, the four women are accusing Russell Brand of sexual assault. Right. He's refuting it. I don't know if I believe him, because I don't know if I like Russell Brand. Does anybody like him? I mean, I think right. he just kind of tolerated. Yeah. But I think he basically told us, I'm a pig, the entire time he was famous. And he became that character, all the snow from those movies he did, which was an out-of-control, egomaniac superstar that was sleeping with everything and smoking it if it was in front of him. And then he basically told us in books, it was a weird time for me. And now people are being retroactively sensitive. Now, that may come out later that he was deserving of some scrutiny, but it's strange that it's out. And I just, I actually appreciate that he's he's spun it like Trump, though, because basically he's been kind of like against the vaccine and question everything guy, and he's been being warned for a while. They're coming to get you. You're going against the state. He's got a little Rogan in him. This last story I know will surprise you the most, John. All right. Hugh Jackman and his wife, Debbie Lee Furness, are divorcing after 27 years. Oh, my God. Our journey is now shifting. We decide to separate and pursue our own individual growth. Right. They're both going to try to get new dudes. (laughs) It's time we moved on from each other. Wolverine's on the prowl, Brady. I'm going to put my little Peter Allen costume on. Sing about, flit, find myself a young man, Liberace style. Little Peter. Ah, little Peter. He's going to be out and about. Been wasting it on this disgusting old vagina for years. Done with that, then. He's 54. She's 76. 67. Yeah. Oh, what was he? He's old. He wasn't. She'd be a good beard, is what he was thinking. If I look like I'm married to this old troll, no one will question how much I really love a man's behind. Wolverine! Oh! You're going to hear that at night. Oh! Hugh Jackman's found one. He's feeding again. He held a press conference to uh, do the announcement and the Big Tarvey thing was in the background. <laughs> you notice in the Big Tarvey thing, when the giant uh, transvestite Indian marries the little Mexican guy, uh, Hugh Jackman is the officiant. He's the official? Is that what they call it? Efficient? 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 That actually might be right. I think that is right, but it came out like efficient. And I'm like, I'm not sure of that. He's he's the guy. He's the priest. We'll just say that. Either way, Rick Tarvey all the way for me. Suppress the Wolverine's heads. He's going to have a party. Single Hugh Jackman? I'm curious how that goes. He'll have a good... Oh, it's going to be a good time. His assistant is going to be a real hot twink dude. Giant Indian in a wedding dress showing up. (laughs) This assistant is a giant Indian. I didn't expect that. (laughs) This is my assistant. His name is uh, Braden. He's 25. (laughs) 
Että käypä. Käypä käpeenä. I'm excited for him. Keep your eyes on Hugh, because I'm guessing it's going to be some pictures of him solo. But just off in the distance is a young, very attractive, kind of looks like Hugh Jackman guy. <laughs> you think that's Yeah, what oh, I think like he's, he's an egomaniac to- totally as well. Into it. Yeah, he's going to date <laughs> be like young him. Yeah, he's going to date young him. <laughs> I don't know what it is about him. He rem- he's like, he's like me son. <laughs> We bonded immediately. Yeah, bet. Bonded. That's not. it. We're done. Larry's not here today. Shan Man is. Larry's at the week-long for, uh, sensitivity training. Well, a trip in the gang, so it should be good for all of us. In the end, we're going to learn more. And then we show up for Friday. But that's it for us. Uh, the golden ticket. No winners today. Tomorrow we try again. It's going to keep going until we get, uh, I think, four... Winners, and then the fifth one is coming off of the guest the temp thing. So five different winners and their guests are going with it. So in a fist fight between the morning sickness and the listeners we take, it's ten against four. So if you guys want to gang up on us, now this is your chance. <laughs> that was it. This is it. Uh, that's it. Uh, we're all done. Shan Man's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Right here in morning sickness. So long! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yes, 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 yes.